You know what? Actually, I could actually go back to using my old intro because now I have been finding on Anchor FM. Shout out to them because they are my sponsors. Thank you very much. And of course, the ad runs before the audio on Spotify and Apple Podcasts. My demographic in Australia is growing. It's scary. Uh, I remember discussing this with other people um, that are also fellow podcasters. So shout out to ages 7 through 14 (laughs) in Australia. Uh, Thank you very much for tuning in. Um, I know the culture there is different. Uh, Also shout out to uh, ages 16 through 20 in Sweden. It's not Sweden, it's Sweden. And uh, I believe I have a pretty big uh, college following in Nigeria, um, which is awesome because uh, because of the Ancestry DNA podcast I did. Uh, and they found out I'm, I'm 5 to 7% Cameroonian and uh, Bantu. So um, that's pretty awesome. So uh, Carter William Humphrey, God bless America. I love you. Thank you for tuning in. Uh, my mentor here, ladies and gentlemen, Carter William Humphrey. He is uh, the creative post-it notes. I'm kidding. Just kidding. Anyway, um, just a quick update on the uh, the weekend. Everyone uh, knew what happened this, this past weekend on February 7th, besides the Super Bowl, of course. Uh, your boy right here turned 40. I turned 40 on Sunday. Uh, everything's working fine. Um, I did vomit on Saturday. <laughs> uh, I, I was well taken care of, uh, pretty awesome weekend. Um, it started Friday, had great company Friday, uh, then continued Saturday, uh, and then Sunday, a little bit of recovery, but, uh, you know, me being the big jock that I am and also a big nerd at the same time, I was really looking forward to all this stuff. So, um, and Michael's already talking shit the weekend. Hey, man, you got to X out the E, man. Come on, bro. Get with the program. He played a boring halftime show. Well, we're going to get into that, Mike. All right. We are going to get into that. Okay. And this is a guy named Dan, Nerd Jock. Yes, actually, that's exactly what they called me. So, um, Carter says, I wish. But yes, don't don't lie. You invented uh, something. I don't know what it is, but... Uh, but again, uh, thank you for all the birthday wishes. I want to thank all of you from the bottom of my vomit, uh, you know, stomach to uh, the smile on my face. Um, yeah, I, 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 it's overwhelming. Seriously. Uh, who makes that Carter? Good fucking question. Cause you would have done a better job to be honest with you. Um, don't ask Carter about him working for death row. Okay. That's a secret. Anyway, thank you again, and on the podcast again, and finally, I got the the four of them on here um, from Therapy of the Absurd. Uh, if you haven't heard that podcast, tune in every Thursday, every Thursday. I'm going to plug them here at, uh, as much as I can, because I like that shameless promotion, um, but I want to welcome Dan Ochoa, Dana Keel, Stephen Bowman. And finally, Stacy, I say Ines, because, you know, my Spanish tongue, whatever. Um, but thank you all for being on podcast. Finally, all at once. So, <laughs> thanks for being on. I'm here. 
late to the party. Yeah. Here. Um, <laughs> and, and again, shout out to all of you for doing what you guys have been doing for what six months now. Oh, it's been six months already. You guys don't even know. <laughs> we, don't know. <laughs> we don't look at numbers, man. What was it? Since you're like one, you're two, the end of July, four, five, you're the end of July, July to right? So yeah, we, yeah, did, yeah. we just did a uh, episode twenty-six. Yeah. Uh, we actually have had twenty-nine episodes, including a holiday specials. Uh, one that Ed's actually one or two. I can't remember now. Ed, you've helped us on a few. Well, I had a really bad bandwidth connection for the Thanksgiving one that I wanted to be a part of, and it was raining that day. And yeah. that's the day that I think Spectrum, which is my internet service provider, uh, so suddenly said, "Oh, great, you're doing a podcast on somebody else. Cool. Um, fuck with his internet, real quick. Yeah, cool." And you were in the <laughs> car. You were in the car at oh, come Starbucks, on, man. Yeah, and I'm like, I went to a Starbucks. And because we were looking at a cricket too. <laughs> oh my God. Yes. What? We didn't, we like, didn't put that in the show. That's not in the show. We thought, well, like, should we add some wacky sound effects? Like, I was thinking, like, okay, well, maybe, you know, it's, you know, typical, what was it, Saturday? No, but this is someone new that I've never seen there before, Stacy. It was like I don't need I can't even explain the guy. He looked like a ninja. <laughs> but pacing. like Lots of pacing. No, and it, and it was a white dude, right? I'm not used to seeing I hate I hate to sound like 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 the I hate to sound racist. I mean, I'm I, but However, you want to take it, Dan Ochoa. Well, if he's a white, um, I, no, a white dude, a white dude dressed like a ninja is either bad news or a weeboo. It's one or the other. You know, that's, that's basically it. Like, like well, Russell Brand. Ooh. This is not oh, Russell Brand. I love it. <laughs> <laughs> but Dana, I'll be honest with you. Whenever I see white dudes in my neighborhood around here they're a little out of place like hey man what you doing here <laughs> and um yeah and then i'm like okay like i don't want to be that dude but i am but uh like you know the, the whitest dude i know that's the coolest dude i knew carter william humphrey he says white ninjas are a thing damn i didn't even know that so okay like, cool. what's, what's he doing here it's not tax season yeah, well, I mean Carter, Carter reps uh, Altadena, so he knows what's up, man. I mean, he's been around the block, you know, you know, thrice over. Um, but for me here in SGV, it's a little bit out of out of norm, and it's like, you know, predominantly Asian here, um, a lot of Latino. Uh, we, we, finally, some brothers and sisters are moving. I'm like, thank God, all right, some some diversity here. But but when you see the white dudes, you're just like. You lost? <laughs> yeah. And, uh, Dana, I don't want to be that dude. I don't want to be that dude till I'm, hey, uh, where you from? Oh, you're muted. Oh, you're muted. Oh, muted, Dana. What about now? What about now? Uh, there we go. Probably yeah, like yeah. gentrification happening. That's when you yeah. see the white people. <laughs> yeah. I'm no, just no, like, hey, hey, there's some yeah. of us that just like to hang out places. There, it was funny because the news. There are. When I was growing up. No, but when I was growing up, there was a long haired dude that he got in the news every year. They're like, the one white guy in Compton. So why do you live here? Because you don't. I only ask this question every fucking year. Why do you what? come here? I like my neighbors. Oh, oh Lord, man. Dude, Once you see a racist for years. 
Once you see a bohemian white man in your neighborhood, your crime rate has dropped by 10% and your wow. real estate has gone up another 10. Okay. Wait, that, that's the trick, huh? Unfortunately, the way that I've seen my neighborhood, yes. All the gangbangers have gone to like yeah. Montana because Palmdale's full. <laughs> <laughs> my wife said we do live in a 90% Asian community. Actually, yes, that's a pretty damn good ratio because there's then there's the, the 10% that remaining that's all over the place. Um, but I mean, nonetheless, stellar weekend. You guys already know. Um, I mean, Steph's like, oh, I know a little bit about the football, and I'm like, okay, I will explain uh, the sports ball to you. Super Bowl Sunday at 7 p.m. You gotta Sunday. learn me, man. I need to learn. Like I was I mean, like looking at like I suddenly looked at Facebook going, oh crap, it's it's Ed's birthday and Super Bowl Sunday. <laughs> I, yes, happy birthday. I care about birthday. one of those events. Yeah, happy thank you. birthday. Thank you. Happy four zero. Yeah. Yeah. I was I was really impressed with the amount of uh the 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 amount of I guess restrictions that actually I wouldn't think would exist during a pandemic. But then again, I'm like, wait a minute, they're in Tampa Bay, Florida. So Miley Cyrus performed on a motorcycle with Billy Idol and Joan Jett. Um okay, Alicia Keys, which is my, one of my favorite singers of all time. Uh-huh. Uh she sang America the Beautiful. Um uh, they had uh what's her what's her what's his name sing the national anthem? I forgot his name. He's a country singer and he collaborated Sorry, with another oh, girl. Kid Rock. No, oh, God, uh, no. <laughs> uh, Tim McGraw, Garth um, Brooks. Not Garth Brooks, Garth Brooks, or who was it? No, it was something branch. Uh oh, no, I don't know. the inauguration. Tree branch. No, and oh I I got a story about Michelle Michelle Branch. Don't let me forget about it. Um branch manager. I just know I just know that DJ D Nice was spinning. That's all I know. I know DJ Yes, D-Nice yes, and that that's kind of like um it was cool. And and but then again, I'm like Florida is a probably a bigger melting pot than California. Mm-hmm. Um it, it's just the I call Florida the shuffle button. <laughs> Because then Florida man strikes and then Florida woman strikes and then eight foot alligator is headlining at the Miami <laughs> nightclub or whatever. And I'm just like, what the fuck? This is Florida. I'm like, OK. Um, but nonetheless, what I was looking forward to, besides the commercials, of course, was the weekend's halftime performance. And I'm like, OK, I love the dude. Wait, great artist whole weekend. That's a long <laughs> halftime. <laughs> that is a long fucking halftime. Get out. He's a Can- Canadian, right? He's from Canada. Uh, I don't know exactly from. He's from Canada. Canadian? I didn't know he was Canadian. Yeah, he's Canadian. I think he's from Canadian? Toronto. I'm not sure. What are you talking about? The, the, weekend the Weekend is Canadian. Oh, okay. Wait, uh, I thought The Weekend was born in Greece. Drake, but, um, I, thought it was the, I thought it was the Greeks that started the whole concept of The Weekend. <laughs> Oh my! <laughs> but uh, I'm gonna show you some videos because I don't I don't want to show the whole you know uh, clip because then you know Mr. YouTube comes and you know gives you a strike and slaps you on the wrist. Hey, um, hey but, can but, I ask but, a question? Absolutely. What's up with this meme of him like stuck in a box or some shit or this mirror maze? What's going on oh. with that? I didn't watch any of it, obviously. Okay, so let's watch it. Let's I'll, watch it. So let's watch show. it. You can see. You can show 15 <laughs> seconds and then you're done. Okay, yeah, you know what? Good. I mean, I, 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 
more or less what i need to do is trim it out that's what they do now yeah um but if you guys would like to see uh what went down uh, i can yeah i can show you You (laughs) just a taste taste. because i'm not necessarily like i much respect i'm not a fan and then i actually have been worried about him because of the face like the weirdness that's going on with his Oh, he's got something going on with his Well, that was all a show. That was, um, they said that was was the reason it led to this, right? Oh, did you hear the theory? Uh -uh. No, what was the theory behind that? Back to normal, okay? Yeah, he's supposedly gone back to okay. So, Mm -hmm. I was wait, what did I miss? Someone's face changed. Um, no, I, I, it's my fault. Let's see the clip. Can we see the clip? And let let me, let me, yes. Uh, I can show you, uh, I guess the NFL has it on there. So, um, I mean, shout out to the NFL. I mean, thank you for rejecting my job application 14 times. And I will play this just for you. Um, So this is, um, fuck it, I'm going to do it. Uh, it's only a few seconds. You shouldn't get uh, messed with. Yeah, uh, I don't care. I'm gonna, I need to show, I need to show, I need to show everyone exactly what this whole thing was about. So. Uh, this is exactly National what he Football did. League welcomes you to the Pepsi Super Bowl 55 halftime show. Now we will add commentary as we watch. <laughs> <laughs> I love how like they have how they have like uh, they said, "Hey, we're gonna have a halftime show." Oh, can we have Coke do it? No, is Pepsi okay? Fine. It was stated that he put seven million dollars of his own money to do this. I what? love Pepsi, by the way. He paid yeah. the Super Bowl to do this. Wow, that's crazy. This is roughly around, you know, 14 minutes, but like let's let's kind of analyze this for a second because it's very interesting. Mm-hmm. Oh, wait, whoa, by the way, crazy. by the way, there was twenty-five thousand people at um Raymond, I think was it uh, Raymond James Stadium in Tampa. Mm. Yeah. They, the rest wait. was just filling, filling for cardboard, cardboard cutouts. Yes, Eric Church was the one that sang the national anthem. There you go, country yeah. singer. All right, Thank so you. let's keep watching. Let's I keep still watching. think they're going to. Ford is going to change their slogan to the uh, the 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 herd herd immunity state. <laughs> <laughs> oh jeez. <laughs> what the hell? Yeah, it's it was that's trippy. It, it's it wasn't your normal uh halftime show, but hey man, it's 2021. You need something you gotta shake it up. Now I <laughs> what the oh my gosh, this is gonna get all the right wingers going. Look at this cult shit they were doing at the Super Bowl to try to get our kids to go to Bohemian Grove and learn some cult mentality. What with these red eyes and these guys in the cloaks and shit? We know that's gonna happen. Wow, that's gonna be like that's crazy. Blend it comes back out. Back shit. This costs seven million dollars to do. That's crazy. Wait, it did cost seven million dollars to to. Well, what all. I heard, what I heard from the person that that was giving the theory as to why the the weekend had done that stuff to his face for the videos to lead to this, like I'm not yeah. giving the ending of the show, but um, he uh didn't have the bu- like they didn't have the budget that he wanted, and he had this whole vision for his head. So supposedly, 
seven million the weekend or his team or whoever organized the show paid seven million dollars to set it up and that it was a majority of his own money in order wow. to get this to live now the one thing that i'm still confused about was if this was the same stadium where the game was because i heard that the reason it wasn't and again not sure how accurate it was um was because they didn't have enough manpower to remove all this entire stage before wow. the, before the, the game. game. Yeah. yeah. Because COVID restrictions cut staff personnel uh, significantly. So from wow. what I'm understanding, this what? was done in no a different way. stadium because they were worried they weren't going to not have enough manpower to remove everything. Like, yeah. you realize, I, I, I think how many people are in the choir? Um, that he has on there, the orchestra. I'm going to give this brilliant point. It's yeah. brilliant. Holy hell. It's I never brilliant. I mean, why not? During the COVID you know Super Bowl. During the COVID really? Super Bowl. Yeah, I mean, why not? <laughs> and then again, that. I'm like, maybe, because it's Florida. I'm like, okay, they basically don't believe, they don't believe in coronavirus, so it's cool. Yeah, whoever the next person is for the next Super Bowl, they got to try to top this, dude. Good luck. Honestly, wow! I didn't enjoy crazy. it as much as I enjoyed J Lo and Shakira. I'm not wow. gonna well, lie. That, that was that's probably one of my favorite performances. But you know, then Jenna Jackson and to Justin Timberlake was too, and you you guys know how that ended. <laughs> no, that was right. beautiful. That that was talked about for years by comedians. I think is great. Yeah. Black did a great bit on it. Um, yeah. Beautiful, beautiful, beautiful. All right, let's let's continue on. I, oh, and it, I also I gotta say I think it's kind of strange that Florida doesn't believe in COVID, but they believe in swamp thing. So. <laughs> oh jeez. By the way, Dana. Yes. The weekend looks like he just stole. What's his name's outfit? Um, God. Stole it. The coat's pretty uh retro though, right? Look at that. He's got shoulder pads on that coat. Do we still do that? Yeah. Jeez, someone tell me I don't own a fucking pad. coat with shoulder oh, pads. Does anyone no, want to do this? That's normal. That's normal. All right, so this goes on. I mean it's a football about... game. He needs shoulder right. pads. Right. He might this be taken goes on out. for a bit, right? He's just in front of the camera. I'll scrub through here. And then okay, here's where it gets interesting. I wanted to show this to you. This is where all okay, the Okay, so here's the maze, in. right? This is this is where that yeah. meme is. All right, got it. <laughs> wow. By the way, if you look at that, that's me in Las Vegas in 2009. Yeah, nobody's right, okay, going to so top this, dude. <laughs> I'm going to have to look 17 up. beers and four shots of Jaeger. Look at no, that. I got I to gotta look up more of this guy's work because this is, I that's you know, crazy. like I'm not usually into flashy things, but this is more than just flashy. This is, hey, I thought a, a whole bunch of shit that's going to blow your mind throughout the whole thing. Very, very artistic. <laughs> oh, <laughs> no. Yeah. Give it up to this guy. Like, no, like this it's is... not just look at all the, sh- the lights I have. Look at all the people I have. Yeah. Like, you're not going to see any of this coming. Just watch him get tackled. That's the one thing that threw me off. I guess he was just like hit. Wait, he gets tackled? Did you just yeah. spoiler he gets, like, me? Bought, he... Okay. Keep watching. It gets, it gets it's okay, Stacey. You're fine to spoil. It's fine. Like, well, don't spoil it anymore because I, I, now I'm, I probably will take a little time with it. Don't spoil it anymore. That's crazy. Wow. It, it gets pretty interesting. Power too, man. This is going to make sure he gets paid more money. And then the guys from Slipknot come out. <laughs> no, those are just the guys in the back that bang the extra trash wow. can. Wait, wow. let me. Um, Dana, That's- are you familiar with this song? 
Yes, know this song. I've heard it. Like, yeah, yeah. But this is no, this is probably you, you know you know, song you know what the song's about, right? Nope, no, that I don't know. It's it's a song about doing cocaine. Oh, with Slipknot, I can't feel my I can I can't feel my you face when I'm with you. I'm with you. Okay, got but it. But I love it. Okay, so, uh, <laughs> makes sense. You know, makes sense. I thought it was about domestic abuse, but then I was like, oh, okay, okay, like that's like, much better. So, like so years of use of cocaine. Well, have so, you ever heard the the Green Day theory? What's the Green Day theory? Well, like a lot of Green Day, like there's this. The, and I don't know if it's all rumors and stuff, but there, apparently someone in Green Day, maybe the lead singer Billy, what's his face, Joe, has some issues with drugs. And if you start listening to their lyrics with that in mind, you start uh -huh. to notice a lot of their hits are very interesting, like Boulevard of Broken Dreams, Longview. Um, like you actually read the lyrics. A lot of them are the thoughts um, tweakers have at four in the morning. So. With that knowledge, go no. back and listen to Green Day. Go back and listen to Green Day. And it's like, oh, there's got to be some perspective going on. It's all the no. way to Boulevard of Broken Dreams. My shadow, like, just, you know. Was anyway. Billy Joe Armstrong that, that intelligent and that poetic? Maybe. It's it's weird, know, but... but it's that's a lot of tweaker talk for years in a row. I mean, it's possible. It is. Yeah. Years of abuse. That's crazy, dude. Wow. It kind of ends like right here one of the guys grabs it okay cool wait and someone then, grabbed the camera yeah like one of the the down footage shit and, all, huh? and then there's a ton of pyrotechnics after this mm -hmm. which is such a florida thing to do see <laughs> that's how you keep the gators from showing up <laughs> you know what your wife made such a great observation the fact that you, you know they you could hide the face mask under all those yeah. bandages so easily like that's how we have to do in pandemics just make it look yes. like you're all getting plastic surgery yes. and just put your n95 yeah. under it <laughs> yes and um you know he had um dana if you're not familiar with what he did maybe about a month and a half ago i, I don't know how long stacy maybe you can you can correct me on this but he had uh makeup and effects done on his face like he had work done Right, so that, that's, that's, that's why my first question. Uh oh, that's why my first question yeah. was: Is face fixed? Because when I saw that, whenever that story went viral, I was like, "What is going on? Why does he look yeah. like you know a, a refined version of the Elephant Man?" Bless his heart. Like, right. <laughs> wait, 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 wait. 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 So we normally version. like got a face that's like very distinctive from its um struggles. Do you remember the Tiger Lady? Nice way to say it. That what? super. Do you remember the Tiger Lady, that rich lady that completely transformed her face to accommodate to her really rich husband to look like a tiger? Like she had so. Are you kidding me? Yeah, like she had really bad plastic surgery. Right. Like her cheeks were full of filler. Her chin right. was extended. Um, Whoa. It, 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 that it, is, he, okay. He looked like that. That's how, how you looked at him. Like, I thought you would have figured out who Tiger Lady was, but apparently not. No, I don't that know who Tiger bizarre. Lady is. I know who Lion Lady is, but she oh, just boy. works for tips. Uh, all right, I'm going to keep scrubbing through this because I know uh, Mr. Yeah, yeah. is going to get mad, but let me get to... Uh, what is that? I don't know why we're talking about here. faces still. You're all talking about faces, and I'm like, wait, so this guy had a had a that kind of face is what you're saying, Stacey. He had that yes. kind of uh, yeah. uh, and he made it look like, like, like those Russian that look like Ken dolls. 
you'd have to have you seen the picture it was no i don't know much about the weekend i've heard his name over and over again i've heard the name time to like get into his stuff and then like he's doing the super bowl i go this guy must be way bigger than i thought i've never like checked any of his stuff out or i'm just oblivious that's probably the right answer well (laughs) he 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 grew traction pretty quickly and then um i think you know maybe even before he collaborated with daft punk he was already like a top 40 artist Huh. But that single collaboration with that punk just boom sent him, yep. sent him oh, yeah. the chart. There's a lot of music and, uh, that sneaks up on me. And like the WWE kept keeps playing that song um uh during uh during their promos for pay-per-views and whatnot. Mm-hmm. Uh so he's 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 bankrolling right he's, now. He's getting that paper. <laughs> I I'm mad, but oh like, no, no. You know, <laughs> you know get, get loan me some money, man. Like give no, me one no, percent get, you make. That's all I'm asking get, for, man. That's get it, it while you can. Get it yeah, while I can. mean, give me five. Can you give me five hundred dollars a month, man? That's all I need, man. Like, come you're on. You're Canadian, you're generous. He has <laughs> come a on, don't like that, eh? <laughs> so um, yeah, they, they kind of feel my face. I'm looking at pictures now. So, Dana, I just ended with like, this is what I think Stacy meant. Like, see all these people here? And yes. um, I'll, I'll scrub through it just so, you know, Mr. YouTube uh-huh. won't get mad. Uh-huh. And they're on the field. See, there's a bunch of them. Right. And um, I, I'm, you know, I'm pretty sure that theory that, that Stacy's mentioning might just be true because look at all these people. I like his style. Like, he's like, Oh, they're like, oh, they have to wear face masks for COVID restrictions. He goes, I want a full gimp mask. Go for it. Make it white. <laughs> Put the ball in their mouth. I don't care if anyone sees it. It's below the oh, mask. Put that oh, ball in their mouth. Oh, my Lord. So, yeah, this is kind of how it ended. And, um, okay. of course, Florida Pyrotechnics. Okay, whatever. <laughs> um, oh, and then Pepsi. But, oh, but wait. Jennifer that- had the same thought. Jennifer had the same thought. She said it looks like a, a jock strap. So, it kind of ball in the mouth. Yeah, but that was not the star of the show. What, oh, uh, was it? No. All and that shit, all that money, and that's it. Yeah. <laughs> it was it was it was this guy. And I'm gonna pull him up real quick so you guys could know exactly what is it and how he did it. And the networks obviously did a very good job of panning out and not showing him, but after reading the story, um, this gentleman is a fucking genius and i'll say that blatantly because he is and damn it he is a uh, close to half half a millionaire because of that reason and uh shout out to this guy let me uh let me put him on on the screen real quick his name is it's uh yudi right uh let me see what his name is yudi i can't even scroll on this thing what is the it? question is was he hung it's all i care about no what what he oh. wound up doing was um i don't know why i care he, I'm just he a did a he, he okay so <laughs> here's here's how betting works <laughs> so you you place a bet on uh, a game you win you lose right yeah however th- these are things there are things called prop bets you guys know what prop bets are that's no. where you bet whether or not um uh carrot top forgot his trunk Ah. Yes. Yes, you got the right idea. Uh, uh, who's performing the national anthem? Uh, Dana Keel. Okay, how long is Dana Keel going to go for? Under a minute or over a minute? Mm-hmm. There's an under bet and there's an over bet. Okay, cool. Uh, who's going to uh, be the guest coin flipper? Oh, it's Stacy uh, Inez. Okay, cool. Um, 
Is it going to be heads? Is it going to be tails? Like that, right? Those are profits. This man here, genius. He placed, uh, I believe, a $50,000 bet. His name's Yuri Andrade. Okay, he he bet, I, I don't know the odds, but he bet on someone actually streaking at the Super Bowl. He's not even during, streaking. I'm pissed. During these COVID restrictions. Yeah, so, but no, here's the I'm thing. Mad. It was so tight. So tight of a of a of any of restrict like no one could get in. As a matter of fact, I think only ten thousand uh, frontline workers were offered free tickets to actually attend the Super Bowl. The rest was just filled with whoever was fortunate enough to make it. Maybe he was one of them. Whatever. But the here's how odds work. So for example, this website called Bovada, mm-hmm. they offered a plus. 750 odds. So you have to bet a hundred dollars to win 750. This man threw down uh I think fifty thousand dollars. That someone would came, storm the came away with 375k. It cost him one thousand to get out of jail. I'm nice. I'm still disappointed. I've I've seen uh, headlines on this saying there was a streaker at the Super Bowl. He's not streaking. I have a higher standard for streakers than the shit. <laughs> yeah, what well, is I, this, okay. man? Okay, I demand his card is revoked. His card is revoked. I, I love it. He, like so he fearlessly with those woman hips and that pink, like, <laughs> So he he definitely met my standard of streaking. Um, <laughs> so we have to give this man this man props because. Being naked means being free, nothing causing any compression or restriction to your body. This man had a bodysuit that was going up his crotch so hard and yeah. his ass crack that I have to give it up to him because that is a massive wedgie right there. I would have thought. That's, but look, that's that's the, the man that knew he just won $375,000. But are the shorts on it, it, Like, Ed, what did you say? I didn't hear I mean, look at that face. That's the face of a man that knew he just won $375,000 over a $1,000 bail. Look at and, that. And I, I totally, I have much respect. You guys don't, like, whenever whenever anybody on here is trying to send kids to college, trust me, like, I'm sure he doesn't have any children, but at, if I had like, that, if I could have gotten away with wearing that and one. Three, 375 I, like show me the outfit point me right there get me that whole outfit I'm doing it if I if I thought for one second there would be any <laughs> with it. and if I had and if I had the money to put down to get that oh my god oh my god I'd have my kids film it like this is how daddy got an addition to the house but yeah. okay what was it the word on the on the that tr- little jumpsuit an adult upside though? It, I think it was Vitaly uncensored. So if I zoom in closely, that's Is what it? it said. And I saw the tweet uh saying, oh, whoever said it, it was like, oh, we did it. And um yeah, so- there was my wife actually noticed that yeah, there was a great fucking ass shot from the back, and you just see the line going up his uh <laughs> judging his, his by the front button, wasn't but- really great. I don't know. He gets my respect. I mean, I can appreciate a decent man ass once in a while, but like, <laughs> not like this one. Th- th- this guy looks like I don't know. He looks like Florida man. He does. <laughs> Florida man. It is. It is the hot pink. It reminds me of Miami Vice, number one show. 
I, I just so, um, I, like I want to. I'm going to find an interview. I'm curious as to like I want to hear the story of how he was able to get into the stadium. I want to hear how he did it. Well, yeah, he says it's right here. He called up everyone he knew, and he had them bet on someone storming the field. Then he got tickets to the game and got recruited it. a buddy to serve as a decoy. Uh, Andrade said uh, once security was distracted by his pal, he ran onto the field and the rest is history. And he was arrested and booked for trespassing. And, Wait um, one second. Did, 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 was he able to like inflate the price of the bet by getting others to bet the same way like the GameStop shit, right? Like, did he really get others to inflate the bet, the odds because they were betting? Yes. Wow. Oh, that's yes. Yes. oh man, fucking genius, dude. That's a genius it. shit right there. As a matter of fact, uh, trading, it. day trading works very similar to uh, to wow. sportsbook gambling. Because lines move when they meet when they say lines move, that, that's the equivalent of a of, of a share price either dropping or, or gaining. Um, so like when I got into you know just regular basic you know stock market uh, investments, and I, I'm like, oh okay, I don't have to lose my money like in one day. Cool, this is awesome. Um, so you get to hold on to it for a little bit longer. But this is straight up like if he lost that bet, like if he would have never made it onto the field, he was down fifty thousand dollars. Wow. Uh, you better get on that field. <laughs> yeah. I don't know what he does for a living to build that kind of money, but it seems to me like he's uh, he planned it, bro. That was some pre premeditated uh, planning there. Yeah, he what, figured what it is- out because at the end of the day, if you know how to turn fifty thousand into three seventy five thousand and you and you just have to deliver. Like again, much respect. I, I'm I more yeah, curious uh, to find out why he's in, in 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 the inmate clothing because he was only there for a few <laughs> hours. Was like the jumpsuit so tied up? His like was the wedgie so bad that he was like they, screaming, "Officer, yeah. please take this off right now!" No, well, they, the says, officers says, couldn't take it. it. The officers. It says here, Stacy, that um, the worst part was he couldn't pick the wedgie. That was up his ass while in custody because he was in handcuffs. So he's clearly over that now. <laughs> wow. So here's here's, here's here, the thing that's oh sorry, but here's the thing that makes me I'm I'm interested in like how humans work. Okay. Cause if this guy didn't make this this money, we would say, What a fucking idiot. But because he's making the money, we're like, oh well, you know, maybe the guy had a thing going on. <laughs> well, I, I mean, it's, I mean, speak for yourself and your friends. I'm not, I'm not mad. One will never know. Um, in you know, in love, we'll never know. Um, two, I can only say that again. I just, I, I, I respect it all. Like, I feel like if he hadn't done it, I, 50, I couldn't. 000, I, man. Yeah, like, I, if, 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 if there was any way that I had literally the, the, the kahunas to. to Take fifty thousand wherever I can get it and make this work. You know, if I fail, I fail. But man, if if I thought if I thought seriously I could make a go for it, uh, like even if I could double my money, I would do it. You know what I'm saying? Oh yeah, yeah, totally. I'm I'm totally digging the dude. Like not in that way. He's 31, not my type at all. But (laughs) the big question is if it's even legal to make a bet and then personally interfere with the game to get the desired results. Hey, look at the rule. That's not that's not illegal. I don't think it is. There's no fine print saying that's not an option. Then technically, it's still it's it's still legally you know. 
-hmm. it's not a problem. You know, there has to be fine print saying, well, you personally can't go ahead and do it. Yeah. I mean, I'm sure this is going to cause things to change in the future. Like, hey, (laughs) we're going to bet on the next trigger, but it can't be you. This this is supposed to be America. We're supposed to be able to do the same fine print shit the rich people do and get the same shit from it, motherfuckers. That's how it's supposed to work. Hence what we, uh, you guys also discussed uh, previously in uh, in another episode of uh, Therapy of the Absurd, of course, with the stock market. It's like when we do it, Oh, oh, no, 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 not like that. No, no, no. Okay, now touche, motherfucker. Like, this is how we're doing it. And now you're mad because you want regulation. Okay, cool. The the, the Carlinist in me loves watching the system get fucked back. Right. I mean, I just love it. It's 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 something like I don't understand it because I'm not the smart or quick or hardworking human, but I love yeah. watching it. Love watching it. Um, sad story. Not, and I definitely don't want to be a downer, so I'll try to get in and get out. But very sad story. Did you guys see the story on Robin Hood about the kid who, you know, went in, started trading options, and they told him he had a negative bill of seven hundred and thirty thousand, and he could not. Yeah, this and it happened last year. This child. Bless his heart. Um, was home from really COVID. Like I, I saw it today. Like when I saw Rob, the Robin Hood headline, I thought it was going to be some more of the GameStop. But it is this tragic story, and I say tragic because it ended in a tragedy. This yeah, was home from college. You know, took his savings, started trading options. Um, and and Robin Hood okayed him with no with like apparently you can either mark that you have no experience or you can mark that you have a little experience and they approved him to trade options. They tell him that he's he's in the red for a negative seven hundred and thirty thousand dollars. He doesn't know all that, that means. And I, I wish I was kidding. And bless his heart, he killed himself. Oh he, he no, went on, no, he went no. on um, went on to try to get help you know he went on like there he couldn't get help desk he couldn't get chat he couldn't get anybody to answer his question about you know how he was supposed to pay this or how this was really supposed to work and all this kind of stuff and he got no answers no chat and like they they showed all of the help desk he sent this email we'll be back with you you know and but unfortunately he didn't wait you know and and of course you know as the horror of it would be the next day oh you don't owe any i mean it, you know it, there's more detail but basically he didn't owe anything and it was wow. he had idea and he thought that he was doing a good thing but interestingly enough in massachusetts even the the i guess whatever the, the regulating board in the state is also filing the, the family yeah. is filing a lawsuit and then the state has filed complaints because they feel like, you know, you guys don't make anyone available. You don't make anyone available for help. No one can get live help. That's all changed now, yeah. but you can't get right. live help. Wow. And your, your, um, your regulations and your criteria to allow people to trade options in particular because their high right. risk instruments are too low, you know, and they've since changed everything, you know, and they, you know, they're not speaking, but the family is suing. It's just that's horrific. crazy, dude. So, I the he thought he had yeah. lost a lot of money. And then he gets noticed, like he would have got a notice the next day saying, "Actually, he didn't. That was a mistake." Mm-hmm. It, it, yeah, it, it was Stephen, whatever. Stephen, this reminds me of the ending of the Mist with Thomas Jane. <laughs> yes. Oh Lord, that's such uh, a tragic ending, oh, man. Oh yeah. <laughs> but, I don't you know. I, I just. Wait, Stacy, did you hear about this though? 
Yeah, so they got fined multi, I know it was multi-million, a couple multi-million. They got fined. So it's a fine. It's not a loss. It's a fine. No, the, the, um, no, yeah. the family is, but, no, I'm saying the family is suing. The family is no, no, suing. No, I'm not no, talking yeah. about So that, but this happened months ago. This happened right, last it happened year. year ago. Yeah. It happened a year ago. So they got fined wow. for it, which caused them to change their policy in reference to that. Um, it's not until now that they're officially suing. So mm -hmm. the reality is what's going to happen to Robin Hood? They're not only getting sued by this family, they're getting sued by a bunch of others who lost a majority of the money, their savings because of what happened with Wall Street bets. Um, yeah. but, but rightfully, because if you look at it, both these are showing that their business model didn't give a fuck about the customer and wanted just to milk them. For, right. for being someone that gave them an avenue to something they thought they didn't have before when there actually are other services apparently i don't know i don't trade but i've heard that you don't have to use robin hood there's other ones you could trade with there are i have various... i have acorns i have acorns on my phone as well as robin yeah. hood. I, really mess. I think acorns has been more friendly like i just did robin hood because i was somewhere and somebody suggested it but it just felt so tragic you know like i i um you know but just in terms of um you know the robin hood Thanks, is puppy not you know doesn't want to really be accountable <laughs> he just wants to be a part of it you know he doesn't no, want to but here here's what i understand uh from the robin hood app and then the the platform in general because you know i got suckered into creating an account mm -hmm. is um they're very appealing to young minds because it looks kind of video game-ish that's ex um, gamification that was another side that was what yes. was you know what i i honestly joined robin hood because it looks so simple so i've always said yeah. this like my i've always wanted to get into stocks, shares I, I always wanted to get a better understanding since i was you know several years now but it, i can never really understand it it was always so complex for me to actually comprehend right and so when I joined Robinhood, it was simple. It was an E-Trade where you have all these charts and graphs and things were just constantly, there was a lot of data and info that just felt really overwhelming for me. It was like, yeah. I don't get this. And I, and I feel like I'm in over my head. Then Robinhood's app just made it so simple. Like, mm -hmm. oh, okay, I'll just buy this share and this. It was just the simplicity that it attracted to me. Uh, yeah. But now my concern is, uh, and I still have Robin Hood. Of course, a lot of people are switching over to other competitors. Um, yeah. And a lot of them said that they've been trying to get a hold of Fidelity to try to uh, move their shares there. Robin Hood is charging $75 to do that. But my mm -hmm. biggest concern is what's going to stop those other competitors from doing the exact same thing robin hood did mm. what 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 point can't they not restrict buying because that's yeah. everyone restricted their buying of shares for gme amc and nokia at some point yeah. altogether so yeah i i got my share my order actually canceled um the day before they suspended uh all you know, all, all action basically with those uh, particular volatile stocks that they, as they were referring it to. And I bailed, I cashed out. Cool. And I went to Weeble, uh, but Weeble was doing the same thing. Mm. And I'm like, okay, so there's really no where to go. I'm like, okay, but these hedge fund people, these, these companies, I'm like, they're just, they're just doing the same thing. And I'm like, Oh, I see how this works. I'm like, okay. Now, that's why I believe not only 
has the revolution started on the ground, but people are getting smarter now and going, okay, now we can virtually take this motherfucker over. But there's like, for example, I don't know if you heard, but this weekend someone hacked into the water system in, in Florida near the Super Bowl and tried to poison it. Oh, that's crazy. Yes, oh they gosh. try to poison the water supply. Super Jesus. Florida. Now man. we know. Yeah, now we know there's wow. not only a class, uh, there's not only class warfare that's going on, mm-hmm. but there's a virtual warfare that has been around for a while, but now people are like, okay. Enough's enough. Enough's enough. Even even that what they call them white hats, you know, in the in the hacker world, uh, white hats are saying, you know, this this sucks. You know, we're turning into gray hats, and eventually they turn into black hats. And black hats are the ones that run the dark web. Mm. They Dan uh, knows this stuff, man. Uh, they're basically uh, the guys selling dope white, in Skid white, Row to yeah. White, gray, and black is a reference to the um, uh, knowledge of the system. Yes, uh, it's it's probably it, racist in uh in in origin. So, but um, it probably is. That's what I was looking white, into. But yeah, I, I, like, I, the binary code uh, that I learned about too, the ones and zeros, kind of explained a lot too. But then again, actually, I'm just like, why can't you say good people and bad people? <laughs> but sorry, I've been I've been drinking, so it seems like an inverse here, right? Because <laughs> like, okay, so in software testing, a black box tester is someone who can't look in the box. They don't look at the code at all. They don't. They just use it. They just use it. A gray box tester kind of looks at the code. That's what I do. And a a white box tester totally looks at the code and says, nah, this, like, I'm looking at your code. And those guys don't really, they they exist in books that they sell to managers. Stop buying those books. Uh, Because those guys become devs. They don't become testers. A white box tester becomes a dev. Okay. So, um, I'm lost, it sounds like this yes. is the bat the, 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 the different <laughs> thing though. This is a different thing. Um, this is they went the other way. They're like, oh well, you're the hey Tim. How's it going, man? Yeah, he always imagines spy versus spy comics. That's a oh, very, those are good. very accurate depiction, man, because it's yeah. spy versus spy. That's exactly that was as black is. and white as you could get. But you know what's yeah. crazy? The the fact that you mentioned that they were trying to poison the water in Florida. Currently, um, I'm not sure. Did you guys hear about the whistleblower in Florida right now? So no. they they had I can't remember her position exactly, but she was responsible for reporting the active COVID numbers in the state of Florida on their website and to John Hopkins and other sources. So they were the ones that were supposed to report the actual number of people that had COVID. Um who are, how many hospitalizations, ICU capacity. Um, she realized that at some point the numbers were being manipulated. So she was charting and she was collecting the data because her mm. live numbers compared to the numbers that Florida was reporting. And again, I'm going to say this allegedly because I don't know how accurate this is. All this is currently going to court. Um, wow. She was fired once she realized that the numbers were being manipulated. But she took it upon herself to uh, warn the people of Florida and continued reporting the numbers on her social media that represented accurate numbers of what was going on, which, of course, were much higher than what Florida was reporting. Because had numbers been higher in Florida, guess what closes down? Everything. Restrictions. Outdoor dining. Um, So what 
the governor of Florida did was she's, uh, I, I think she's in her 30s or 40s, but she had young children. Um, because she was reporting the numbers live, he sent an entire SWAT team over to raid her house immediately, drew guns to her and her children. Luckily, I've seen the video. Cameras. I think it's a, yeah. it was uh, yeah. Rebecca Jones. There you go. That is yeah, that's yeah. Florida. They even yes. had those hovercraft and shit. The cops <laughs> with the hovercraft. They even had an alligator. You know, oh, they had an alligator? Was it was a police what? alligator? Is that- <laughs> oh, yeah. yeah, police wow, alligator. Um, you, you refer to him as sir, not Mr. Wow. Charles. But yeah, wow. uh, then they tried to charge her over something else because they didn't have enough information to charge her for what they were looking for, which again, there's not enough information. So right now it's currently a whistleblower lawsuit. Um, right. If you guys just put whistleblower and Florida, I just put it in. I mean, the, the good news yeah. is I, kinda, I have to I have to show respect for the judge in the case. The judge in the case, they wanted to deny her any Internet access after releasing her and they wanted to give her her with a bracelet. The judge refused those things um, right now uh, she's in charge with felony whistle. I think what is it? Felony something uh, take whatever. And, and like it's a computer charge or something. Yeah, like computer that. charge. So yeah. She's only facing five years and, and five a five thousand dollar fine. And, we you know, we know. You know, without getting into the issues of justice in America, we also we all know how 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 much prison time a white woman in America at thirty one. <laughs> so <laughs> she might get a year. She might get a year. Yes, a year Here's the thing. How long did Lori Laughlin do? Like two days. Right, well, and, and and Riley Wilson stole Nancy Pelosi's computer. Said she was going to send it to Russia for days. For days. Said she was sending it to Russia. Doesn't know where it is. Twenty-two at oh, home with man. her mother. At home with her mother. That's it. And yeah. then on house arrest. So, anyways, but I, but here's the thing. I, in this case, unlike Riley Wilson, uh, Rebecca would be my hero. Unlike you know Riley Wilson, but um, I much respect and um, Godspeed to her for trying to do you know what's right. The right thing. Yeah. Well, uh, this is the thing that's really concerning. White women, yeah, there's privilege there until that white woman is going against a white man. If yes. it's going against a white man, you are fighting. Come on, remember, women were burned at the stake because men were declaring them witches. No doubt, going, girl, we uh, got the history lesson. But again, they've released her. They've not denied her internet, and they didn't yeah. put her with a bracelet. So as far as I'm concerned, I hear you're exactly right. No arguing about the history. I'm just looking at what happened. And again, I'm looking at Riley Wilson. I'm looking at these folks and I just, that was, yeah. you know, that it's while it's true, it's not me trying to like cast dispersion. As far as I'm concerned, we're all sisters. I get it. Um, but I just think it's interesting that bless her heart. She's, you know, they're not the, even the judge is not really trying to take her down like that. You know what I'm saying? Like I respect all, all I'm yeah. saying is I respect that. I respect that. I really well, hope the, that, that, that there's justice in reference to that because there's well, so they much just, They just dismissed the lawsuit, Stacey. And I'm looking at the update here. This is about 10 hours ago. Oh, wow. Uh, she dropped That's the lawsuit cool. against the state for now. Whoa, um, really? Because you can't do a criminal case in a civil case at the same time. The criminal case has to go first. It's better right. to dismiss mm-hmm. it. Mm-hmm. So you can start over with the facts as they exist at the time of refiling, which I think it's, I, man, I, I hate to go down rabbit holes, but they probably threatened her with her life because they raided her house with her family in there, Dana. Right. That That's, yeah, it's tough stuff. Yeah. But, I, but you know, she's still fighting. She says, this is wrong. 
you know, it's time to speak up before another 17,000 people are dead. You know, this is wrong. You don't have to yeah. be part of the heroes speak out before it's too late. I mean, and even in the face of all of that, again, much respect yeah. to her. And um, and again, like I said, a judge, I just love the fact that they did not because they wanted to deny her any Internet access. And wow. Exactly. Yeah. You know, they, but, the judge, um, the judge, it's not just China where this shit happens. Say that again, speaking it, of fighting, speaking of fighting, um, you know, fighting, continuing to fight because shit's going awry. Um, I'm going to show you a video. Okay. Um, pretty fucking squeak, sad, squeak. and I'll give you context. Yes. I know maybe Stacy knows about it, and Dana has some sort of context on it, but uh, let me so play it. Producer, not now, Stacy. I just want to say something yeah. real quick. I bet yes. the stuff that's going on in Florida with the numbers being faked, I bet you that's why Texas is open. Yes, absolutely. Oh, yeah. Yeah, no, it's this stuff. This this whole thing doesn't just happen in other countries. Like, it's funny we we talk about like, oh well, you know, maybe in Japan the you know they have certain things about their suicide rate versus their homicide rate that are a little iffy. Well, you look at America, you'll find some iffy shit too. (laughs) I mean, it's it's authority. That's what they do. Eventually, they lie for convenience. I'm sorry to break it to you. This is the disillusionment over. Let's not kid ourselves. (laughs) The reality is, if you're if you're impacting the pocket of a corporation or a rich white man there will be action against lower class middle class individuals yes, Hence, i agree 100%. like robin hood selling the shares of these people without their authorization Correct. Um, so uh, the reality is there's there's things that are completely out of our control that are completely unfair and unless we say something about it and we bring it out light to the public, then it's just going to keep happening. Public enemy right. fight the power, man. But, but I'm glad that yep. it exposes that it actually is rigged. I don't. I'm not one of those guys that that I'm pretty cynical. But I don't believe every system is completely rigged. I don't believe our democracy is completely rigged. But the money bit. system, the money system, that shit's fucking rigged. Of course, like, that stuff is made like like, look, if you look at what happened in the 50s and the 60s, as women started working as well, they started bringing more income to the family. The family made more money. You know what happened with that? People didn't have to work as much. The wife and the husband right. didn't have to work as many hours to keep their house, to keep their stuff. They started doing things like tennis and golfing and, stuff and enjoying their life outside of work. And then eventually business went. Yeah, but we need you to work more hours. So all your housing and food shit's going to go up now because we own most of the companies. Yeah. It's, it's, I mean, people are like, well, price fixing is legal. Eh, not if it's, you know, not on paper. Like, <laughs> you know, and that's the whole game. The whole game is to keep you busy so that yeah. it's it, it, like upward mobility is made hard on purpose because if everybody moves up, there's less for them. So, absolutely. There is a rig in the financial system to keep the classes where they're at as much as long as they can. It's just they can't totally blatantly do it like they used to in feudalism. Right. But Anyways, speaking of being blatantly, blatantly of, you know, I, I don't know. This is not a rig. I don't know what happened here, but I'm going to show you this video. Um, and then I'll give you I'll give the viewers and listeners context. Uh, I'm sure my, my buddies in Australia are going to flip over this, but. Um, let me just play this and then if you've seen it or heard it, um, give me your thoughts on this and then we'll get into it. Here we go. You know, my hair has been like this for about a month now. It's not by choice. 
no, it's not by choice. When I do my hair, I like to, you know, finish it off with a little got to be glue spray. You know, just to keep it in place. Well, I didn't have any more got to be glue spray, so I used this. Gorilla glue spray. Lord. Bad, bad, bad idea. Yo, yeah, look. It is. My hair, it don't move. You hear what I'm telling you? It don't move. Fuck. I washed my hair 15 times. And it don't move. Stiff wear. Woo! My hair. So I'm going to tell y'all like this. If you ever, ever run out of got to be glue spray, don't ever, ever use this. Unless you yes. want your hair to be like that. For wow, man. How the Why fuck would does you that happen, do though, that? man? Because bless her heart, like so many uh, women who want their hair to be straight or laid down, and that would be the masses of black women in America, even though the <laughs> right. um, because this we is still industrial but, stuff, though. But if, no. but if you don't, like, here's the thing, I'm not saying she's right or wrong, and I'm certainly not here to judge her because um, everybody has stepped oh, in. Yeah, the that's I know, I see, I hear you. I'm not, I'm not here. I'm not here. For that. I'm just saying. Like I went, I kind of went through everything and I absolutely get it. It's just like any, if, if any of us can think of the worst, most ridiculous decision we've ever made in a split second, then that's what that is. This was somebody apparently oh, no. she was run out and I guess she was headed somewhere and saw this gorilla glue and thought, and for whatever reason in that moment, thought it was a good idea. I'm not saying she's right, dumb or stupid. None of that. That's none of my business. But I just think that she put herself in a bad situation. Um, She's actually she's not stupid. Why she's would actually, you do that? She's actually not suing though. Like that was said earlier, she's not suing. Um, no, she and, has a GoFundMe instead. She got a GoFundMe, which right. Fuck, so, man, so not, I mean, I feel bad. Not, but the GoFundMe is makes absolute sense. Um, and it's actually like it's an interesting piece because she made this bad decision. She didn't, you know, at all think about the potential outcome. Um, you know, she went to the Lord. hospital to to try to get the stuff out. Um, the most recent report within the last like 20 minutes is that her hair has actually started to loosen. But um, Dr. Obang, who is a known Beverly Hills plastic surgeon, who if everybody's ever heard of the Oband for like gastric bypass, Dr. Obang and Oband, yeah. yeah, yeah, he actually created that. But he's a well-known plastic surgeon here. So he's going to be helping her. And um, and the 16,000 that they've already raised is for wigs, because unfortunately, there will be hair loss. There will be, you know, irreparable Man. damage once they're able to take care of it. Oh, but that is I mean, so fucked up. I, like I think it's, I, I think it's tragic. I think it's horrific. I think it's, you know, like I, in my mind, I, you know, I, I can't say that I would have done it at all. Gorilla glue would not have been an option, not even on, not even on a straight hair day. But for whatever reason, you would have um, read the can. You would have like, read maybe, the whole well, fucking can. Well, <laughs> and I say this in love. It's not. It's not likely. Like. I'm just trying, I'm thinking of stupid stuff I've done, but I'm just trying to think like in that case, if nothing indicates it's for my hair, the only, like I said, the only thought I had, like I was saying to you guys earlier, and I don't know what was going through her head and everything that's being said, I'm not hearing her say that she was trying to get to an event and she had to be there and she was trying to get her hair. Like I'm trying to, I'm trying, I'm still trying to get to that part. Like what on yeah, a right. dime yeah. put you in a position to not run to the beauty supply and just restock. Like I thought maybe she went to the beauty supply and they were out. No, it's like everybody's saying she she saw this in the house and grabbed it and did this thing. And like I said, there is a product 
um, for laying down edges. And I, I'm, everybody knows what that means, right? Laying down edges. Is everybody? Yeah. yeah. Okay. So I do now. Edges. I mean, after someone mansplained it to me, so it was cool. right, right. Hard. So like, so I mean, and yeah. I'm I'm not afraid. So like, mine is curly and whatever. So for yeah. me to get what she's got, if I took some gorilla snot, I could lay this down without perming it. Right. That's what, that was because be, 20 years before, people would actually go back and perm just the edges. Like, yeah. there's so many. The desire for a straight look that will hold for all of this period, like I cannot, is extremely high amongst black Man. women. Um, Phoebe Snow, one of my favorite singers, jazz singer, uh, you know, she's she used her one of in one of her songs, she says, Can the thirsty stay sane? Whenever you are desperate for anything, <laughs> that's just you know what I'm saying that's just a mix. Of yeah. So I it is extremely tragic. You know I'm not judging her. I just bless her heart. I wish that there was, as Dan said, like I probably would. I'm more likely to read. I wish that that wisdom right. was there for her. I just I'm trying to understand the desperation to grab what is clearly not a hair product and make yeah. a second bad decision. I I. Well, well, it reminds me of the time. Um, I mean, it's it's not as tragic as this, but my kid brother um, had a really bad cystic p- pimple on his on his cheek, mm-hmm. and um, I've I've dealt with that my you know my young my during my youth. So I told him I go just get some toothpaste and just put it on there. Uh, but I, I'm like, just be sure you clean it off. Well, the guy fell asleep with it on, oh. so it burned his whole cheek. Because <gasps> the floor, the fluoride is burning your skin. So he woke up like with it looked like like an eraser burn, like it, <gasps> when people would just right. you know do that as, as kids or some type of like um like a rubber burn or whatnot. Yeah. Uh, but that that took some time to heal, and he he developed a scar. Now, what wh- with this thing with Tessica, um, she obviously I'm reading that she worked she worked on her hair for four hours. Right. And um, that's usually around the time I know, uh, especially, you know, sister girls all over L.A., they take about, what, four or five hours? You know, it's mm-hmm. it's a it's an art form. Um, but fuck, man, at what point did she right. not realize? Like, well, she hey, actually that, had, she, said that she said within days she really knew something was wrong because she's she puts different types of oil on her hair. Like she mentioned having like it within yeah. days whatever tea tree and these different things and she noticed that nothing that she put on her hair was having the effect that it would normally have because if you put tea tree or castor whatever you know i just remember tea tree in the list of things and nothing was moving so she was probably you know uh worried in the beginning but then after a while like uh it just became a thing i just I just my my frustration and concern is the desperation for like the straightness, <laughs> you know, drove you to grow me. like like that's like I you know so I, I, so, I, so, I, so, so but here's the whole thing like if the desperation for a guy to to like get laid ends up that he's found in a porno shop in the back room <laughs> with something he's not supposed to do, I could feel his desperation. But I don't think I'm going to be like, yeah, I think he made the right choice. No, I think she made the wrong choice. I didn't. You've not heard me say she made the right choice. Not at all. But I'm just saying, like, (laughs) you know, I I think if if I was going to to give to this because it says on the cans, like, yeah, and it says for what exactly it's intended for in front of the can right below the label. It says it's (laughs) wood, right? Plastic. 
like things that it does not say. Okay. Here's the yeah, like there's, there's, I, a, there's I a chasm. I agree with you all. I'm yeah. just saying. So, this so I, I understand to go fund me, but not any. I mean, if she's not that's, doing a lawsuit, that's fine. If there's a go fund me, it's like, eh. I, I, okay for her to say I fucked her up. I felt empathy for her <laughs> until she threatened to sue them. She's not that's, suing. She's never she's threatened. She's not suing to because she's getting so much backlash. No, she, no, no. So I mean, we, we, we do have to be careful. We, because, we not here, I don't, I, I'm not, obviously, I'm not here to debate all the news stories, but the, the a couple of news stories all confirm that anywhere that says she ever threatened to sue, none of that is true. And that's, she, that's repeated. Okay. Right. Right. Has, I'm not, I'm not, I'm not, I don't, I don't not, you know, I don't want to argue that. I'm just saying that, and the GoFundMe is because the damage is going to, she's going to need wigs. She's going to need a lot to probably do surgery. That's totally understandable. Mm. See, yeah. with me, that yeah. was, that was like, oh, I felt like initially, I just felt sorry for her. I felt empathy. Yeah, I was right. like, mm -hmm. okay, dumb decision. It happens, you know? We have to take accountability for what we do. It happens to everyone. I think it's when you start saying, oh, you know what? I'm going to go for a money grab because, you know, even though it was my obviously my own fault, I think somebody yeah. else should be financially responsible for a decision that I made. That's where it and and well, again and, if, and here's the thing, Stacey. If that were true, if there was something in the media that confirmed that what you're saying is accurate, then TMZ I would agree. TMZ reported it. Girl, I do okay. not now. Come on, TMZ. Like and here's the I remember before I remember life before TMZ. TMZ. Even when TMZ reported, <laughs> even when TMZ reported, they were the first ones to report it that Prince that that Prince died. I was like, nope. Until I hear it from another. <laughs> well, okay. Oh, don't, get me, don't even get me started because the same thing happened with Kobe. Yeah. Yeah, I'm. I'm gonna give you a heads up just because I've worked with TMZ before. They just don't post information because they can get sued if it's inaccurate. There is sources directly. Sources Girl, mean we've had Jesus documentation and proof. Jesus could work for TMZ. I still that. <laughs> Jesus problem with the guy with the tight shirts. The owner I, I, with the I tight was, shirts. TMZ is run by an attorney. Him. We all know the history. Again, I, this is probably like I always say. This is just a generational thing. TMZ just will never be. Jesus could God unless no. God. Then, I'm not. So so what? one thing. So one thing we got to remember. <laughs> one thing we got to remember is there was various news agencies. And and business interests that many years ago threw out a story about a woman who spilled McDonald's coffee on her crotch. Oh, I saw those and then sued them and then sued them and then <laughs> and then blah, blah. well the real story turned out she did not sue them for anything more than the original amount to help with her medical expenses. McDonald's was in the wrong for serving their coffee at above hundred degrees, and. Yeah. It took years for this to come out that McDonald's and other lawyers had thrown into the news that it was just her fault. And they tried to actually use racism yesterday. Like, look at this lady. Like, of course, she made this choice. Hey, I actually wow. remember this a kid, like, like how bad they tried to make it seem. I do, too. And so I that's know. why I was wishing there was more there was more information on this, because I saw that Essence was was trying to say, hey, it's, you know, they're like. There's people saying things disparaging against the whole black culture for this. Now, look, one of the things is, is one of the most humanizing things, I think, for everybody is to realize everybody has idiots. So it's very possible that this is just stupid. But but I was looking for more information because I'm like, I know how these companies act, man. Like they will they like 
I'm not one of those guys that says you can't trust me at all. You know, I mean, I look like it. I look like it. But, I, like, yeah. and I'm not but, even, I'm not but even you know, that. you kind of have to watch it with lawsuits because companies, mm-hmm. companies have their writers in the, in everything. And, and like maybe TMZ is writing the right stuff. But when it comes to these lawsuits, I'm like, well, let me know. There were another source that could prove to me. She actually said that, but yeah. I, I'm going to, I think that's it, the no, everything's coming yeah. directly from uh, okay. Everything's coming directly. Well, it's when, like when someone says, from her, the, "Let me ask you guys this question," right, because you guys I'm, might know my you guys might know the answer better than I do. When you consider litigation, what does that mean? When you consider, I mean that that's to me that's when that's said. That's yeah. That's, first of all, that's usually a spin. Um, yeah. And it's just a way of saying that that somebody brought it up, whether it was the plaintiff or whether it was somebody speaking on behalf mm-hmm. of the plaintiff or whomever. Um, yeah. It's you very know, like, vague. Right? It's when you say that, like that's that spin. I mean, because I, like I've written, I've written for outlets before. I've I've been reading yeah. law like for outlets, you know, just all that, and have watched all this ship shape shift for years, like. But can so she I, hire an attorney in this kind can. of situation? She, she can, can, right? She, she can if she right. wants. Like if that's what she yeah. wants, but nothing, yeah. none of the outlets that I trust and believe fully a hundred thousand percent indicate that that's what's right. well no no no. So here's the here's here's the honest thing. The reality is again, because I've dealt with this before, if you contact TMZ, you the individual who is being written upon, you can clearly tell TMZ, hey. Just don't say it's me telling you this. Say it's someone else. Okay. I've done this before. You have wow. to provide documentation. Yeah. I've, I've done this before. Um, what TMZ can't just post information if it's inaccurate because they can get sued. There is no libel, libel suit, yeah. right? Libel right. suit. Fox right. News exists. Like that's okay. That's, that's fine. You don't have to believe it. But I don't um, believe nothing unless my dad is, tells me. She has every right me, though. to <laughs> seek a lawsuit. She has every right to seek a lawsuit. She like she might even there this is so I've been watching a lot of videos of from lawyers and their perspectives on this. The reality is if Gorilla Glue is really smart, they're going to immediately change the format on their spray bottle to say mm-hmm. "not for hair." That's right. what Nick said. That's her. what Nick to said in the comments. Right. He, he, he said that they're going to put it on there. again. Right. Rob, but Robin Hood doesn't think they're responsible for that baby's suicide. Either. Nobody yeah. is going to claim responsibility if they want to not get sued. That that's right. the thing. So this can be an easy. It's an error, but the reality is they could be held liable if it happens again. You you mm, get it? Right. So um, it, it obviously states what its product is intended for right below the label in front of the bottle. Again, mm. if somebody does it again, unfortunately, they can be legally held responsible for it. So if they're smart, they're going to change the branding. Now, her... I don't again, put this shit in we your sound, hair. Yeah, we sound amazing. <laughs> like, that's totally, yeah, like I, 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 that makes absolute sense. You know, they just uh, need to change the bottle, man. That bottle looks way too similar to other like, I, like so. I get it. I, I think that, like I said, that's the only thing that I'm trying to sort out. Like that at right. any moment, like because I think it's clear that it's not for hair. But I think in this moment of desperation, however she thought that this would work out, okay that's what happened i agree i and uh stacy i totally hear you we all have you know 
you know, been to school and understand that that's how that's going to go. Because we just talked about the Robin Hood thing. They've made these changes. But I'm just saying, I, I'm just, I would really, really, really just like to know, like, what stopped you from going to go get more of the got to be the, the actual hairspray. Like that's, that's right, what I mean. I right. think that's that was like, something I would ask him too. I, 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 of everything, I'm way more interested in that part. Did, did somebody and, accidentally leave that in the bathroom in a split second no, 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 decision? It doesn't, it doesn't sound like based on like the four or five stories that I tried, I've soaked in yeah. in the five minutes we had to come yeah. on here. It Honestly. wasn't, it wasn't somewhere where she could get it confused. It was something that was in the house that she was aware uh, of. That was oh, because I, I was thinking what we weren't hearing was there was going to be a story about how she's she's been like she's been really faithful to her boyfriend and she hasn't been telling the press that every night she goes in how why did you put that in the fucking medicine cabinet like, i mean nothing nothing that i've read so far i'm gonna follow it but nothing uh, i've read so far indicates honestly, that he was you know I, I i think what she wanted to do like a lot of people on tiktok do is start yeah. or discover something that's a life hack like the person who decided to put hemorrhoid cream under their eyes and say this works great dark circles no oh. longer or know, donald trump t- telling you uh telling you to inject yourself with uh was it bleach but it- you know, and again, I believe her because she's just like it was just a bad decision. She said the only reason she went on TikTok, which I've seen, is to try to figure out like, well, there's got to be a way to get this out. Does anybody know of anything? Well, because that's she, the thing. People it, don't <laughs> take accountability for what they do a majority of the time. I got hit by a car. Some lady ran me over with her car. Her first words were, "Why did you run in front of my car?" But okay, well, I'm now. Now I don't even get the core. <laughs> I'm just saying, people have problems taking accountability for what they do. Their mistakes. It's a okay. common human trait. I okay, that I hear. Why but is the school saying, on my like, gun range? Okay, like I don't even understand that answer. All I'm saying is that she said she went on to try to get it to figure out how to get it off. That's it. Yeah. Like, what was it like? So, turpentine. I don't, I don't, or if she's not being responsible or accountable, I don't understand how that statement led to that. Like, I'm just saying that it, she had the shit in her hair, bless her heart, for the whole month of January. The shit had been in for like four weeks. And at the point that she realized that it was for real after washing her hair 15 times, that it wasn't, right. that her hair wasn't moving, that it wasn't. That's that scary. That would be normal. That would be the normal thing to happen after, okay, I put some shit in my hair that I wasn't supposed to put in there. Let me wash it out. Oh, it's not washing out. Oh, now it's been four weeks. You know, now, like, I don't know what to do because I do know that this probably is not for my hair, but there's got to be some way to get this out. And like we were having the earlier crazy glue conversation, acetone, like there's a hack and there's a remedy for so much shit. So I'm just seeing somebody who made a very, 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 very bad era. And then in this society we now live in where you can go and get anything off of YouTube, off of TikTok, like you can get any piece of information to do anything (laughs) off of anywhere, you know. This woman who oh, yeah. you know runs a daycare is the lead of, and clearly she's someone who is in that world of being. And so, look, I mean, did you see the eyelashes? Did anybody see the eyelashes? Oh no, like, she had some nice eyelashes. No, no like, not like, at like, all. Like, I didn't see them at all. I know, I know. So I'm just trying, like, so it's just, you know, like some shit that just went so bad. And like I said, again, my I'm way more curious about what. What was the difference between getting her hair together in that very yeah. moment? That Honestly, we I she doesn't seem so bright. I mean, why would it take you four weeks for you to do something about it? At two weeks, I'd be like, okay, 
Obviously, so that was the conversation we had before you came on. It is not unusual when a black woman yeah. gets her hair together yeah, to keep it tied up and to do whatever. This hair that I buy, this is this has been in for exactly four weeks. Next week, this will come out, and I will put some more in. So, but it hope, wouldn't like, concern having, you if you put glue on your like gorilla well, I, glue. Like glue that would be the one thing that would I would say. Glue is, a, is another matter, but this idea of like four weeks, I'm sure that in the time she was having some frustration and some concern because she said, "Yeah." Try tea tree and all that but i think there was just like anything okay well i've tried this i've tried that da, 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 da. and then there's just the moment you wake up and say hey something's gotta fucking give and whatever that is for people, it's very <laughs> that's different. what i'm saying do you like, think we would have even heard about this if it was huh? really fucking good looking like would you think we'd even hear about it if it was really fucking good looking i don't know maybe it's just me like i'm lazy <laughs> like if i did something like this and it came out fucking badass looking it'd be like fuck it i don't have to do anything again it's permanent <laughs> Done. Right. Exactly. Oh, the moment that you start to panic, and I'm not, and I'm not even. I don't think she was sitting sitting idly by for four weeks. I just think she got to the place where she realized nothing was working, and that threshold for everybody is different. For for you, Stacey, I totally respect that it is two weeks. That's a good boundary. But she probably was like, okay, and then you know, what am I going to do? And I guess, bless her heart, she at some point thought that it was going to come out if we do this, and then it just none of none of what she thought bless her heart turned out to be yeah i want i want to see the end result man because that's gonna be gonna so watch. painful well from, we thank saw you from that this. clip like i was fascinated at how it did seem that it changed her hair into magic marker like right. that that was it was just fascinating i know why she didn't like it of course but like i it was fascinating like wow that chemical reaction changed your hair into looking like really flat and patchy yeah. in certain areas of course you hate it mm -hmm. i'm sorry yeah like i feel bad for you on that but um but that reminds me know. of the like um dana <laughs> do you remember murray's yes the the pomade yes, well back at back in the in the mid 90s and 90s we had a big uh trend with you know with greasers and that's exactly the pomade that they would use to to you know to flex the pompadours and whatnot um, but it was very difficult to remove from your hair and you had to maybe, what, take maybe a day or two to, to, you know, to remove yeah. it and not put anything in it. You've only um, met me in the last year. I wore my hair cut low for 20 years. I mean, when I say cut low, I'm talking about Sinead O'Connor low. And for, oh. all the people, <laughs> for all the people who after me to do a better job of brushing my hair i so i had a can yeah. of murray because they were like well dana if you put the murrays in your hair and you brush it it'll have waves yeah. dana, da, 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 you know but i just first of all i didn't care enough about hair or hair care to be bothered but i did invest yeah. in the murray. it was i like you said it's gummy it's whatever like i just yeah. i have an aversion this you know the, the the you know our our she's only she's 40 i think the, if if i was a judging person i think the thing that worried my soul too was the decision and like if you're 20 and you know and maybe even 30 but you you know bless her heart 40 with five kids i just feel like there's i, I my imagination says that there would be a little a little more pacing and and looking at the can or looking you know slowing down just a little bit to oh, really maybe, maybe we just don't know her bit. life situation yeah right, we don't, maybe yeah, she was no. in a rush who knows mm -hmm. man but um I want to share that with all of you. And then this brings me to the thought provoking question segment of the podcast. And it's kind of relevant to what we were all talking about. Um, are y'all ready for this? Are y'all ready for this? This is deep. This is deep. This is deep. All right. All right, Dana, here's a question. All right. So the question I found was, 
Do you think it's scarier to think about how much our of our life is formed by the things that are out of our control or how much of our life is formed by the things that are within our control? So think about that for a second. Is it scarier to think about how much your life is formed by things that are out of our, out of your control, completely out of control? Like, you know, you have no control whatsoever. Or how much of your life is formed by things that you actually have full control over. So oh, which one, which one is it scary to think about the out of control stuff or the things that you have actually done to shape not only your, your long, long-term <laughs> perspective, but it's think about like, that for deep. a second. <laughs> yeah. I mean, cause I thought about this shit too. And the only thing I can think about right now that's relevant Say for example, th- this thing with uh, with Tess uh, was it Tessica, right? That's her name. Uh-huh. Um, this is, if you ask me, this was completely within her control. Right now, now, now it's scary because this is this is going to shape her long term because it, it's it's like the equivalent of, I don't know, man. I could probably say gluing gluing your lips shut right. with actual glue. Being now that kid that stuck his removed. tongue to the pole during the winter. Yes. Oh, that Christmas type of story. Stuff, yeah. yeah. You're that kid for like yeah. the next five years. Everyone knows. But but then again, there's a <laughs> stuff that's out of our control, and Stacy can relate because you know, I I my household was affected by it as well. And um it, it's COVID-19. Like, who would have thought like you would just go to fucking dinner, normal dinner, like two, three people, four, maybe a little kid, five. And then you're like, fuck, I don't feel well the next day. And then, okay, nothing. And then, shit, I can't smell nothing. And then you try to eat something. You're like, fuck, what's going on? And you think it's within your control because you're you're playing it safe. You have your safeguards in place. You have all this shit. And it probably took one move out of your control. It could have been touching a, I don't know, a doorknob. And then you actually went like that or something. That was it. That to me is like, oh, okay, this is, this is interesting. So, and then, and then there's, there's um, what, which I always uh, tell people about is uh, my drunk driving incident and uh, the day that Michael Jackson died. Mm. Um, completely, uh, uh, completely within my control. I knew my limit. Um, I didn't drive to the party, right? Um, I, I, I got, I carpooled with another drunk driver, obviously. And they drove me back to my car. Um, you know, I was already like maybe, you know, five, six drinks, whatever, maybe two shots. Um, but I was a devout Michael Jackson fan and I was very sad that day. And I needed to go to that tribute night that they had in Alhambra. And within my control, within my control to, eat, to start the ignition, shouldn't have done that. Within my control to make a right hand turn. Within my control to make a left hand turn. While looking at my phone, Ooh. I hit a park car. <laughs> a par- a park car? It. Yeah, like a dummy. Yes. And you signaled for it. <laughs> yes. You're like, oh, signaled. Yes. I'm going to hit I, this I, bitch I, over here and just went into yeah. it. Yeah. You put your hand out right. the window to signal what you were doing. Is it- <laughs> yeah. yeah. You so, did this and then you pointed right at the car. Fuck <laughs> that one right there. Hey, but, but move it already. I, I didn't, I didn't well, understand the logic. 
<laughs> I didn't understand the logic of some of my peers that are like, oh no, that was totally not your fault. I'm like, yes, it was. I <laughs> made a left turn. <laughs> I was drunk and I hit a parked car. Highs and a, no, but you could fight it. I'm like, what fight? Uh, oh yeah. Those also, your, what was yeah. out of my control? Like I drew a Stacy. You're gonna trip. You're gonna trip out on this. Guess what my BAC level was? And they let me. They let me blow four times. Can what take was a guess. it? Oh, you had to blow four guess. cops. Four cops know. in a row. Double the legal limit. I don't even know what the legal limit is. I don't get to the legal point. limit is point <laughs> zero eight. Yeah, it should be point. It should be one point two, but whatever. Uh, yeah, my I blew a point two five four oh. times. Wow. Yes. They threw the book at me. It was my first and only offense. The guy said, Oh man. See, the I knew someone said, Yeah, I gotta throw the book at you so you won't do it again. So it was it was painful. And of course, I had to do jail time, I had to do DUI classes, I had to do all that stuff. And mm. guess what, Stacy? They're like, oh, you're on the waiting list for your last uh, requirement besides restitution and the fines. I'm like, what is it? He goes, you got to go visit the coroner, the coroner, the coroner's oh, office. You, and I'm like, Lohan. funny so, story. And she was in my class. Uh, what? what? And yes. they sent you to jail, my friend. They sent you to jail. So yeah, like, did I had, you smash? I had, I had a surrender. Oh, no, so. You had a surrender. Like, but did you have to serve time? Yeah, not hardcore. It's called wino time. That's what all my peers call it. It wasn't big time. It was only like I got two days credit and then I got processed through the through the window and they let me go. But I saw a bunch of people that knew me already because I've you know growing up in the hood. I know these guys are locked up and they all scold you like, hey, you shouldn't be in here. You're better than that. You know, I'm on my fifth GTA and it was pretty badass. And I was just like, oh, shit. He goes, yeah, I just I just. Grand Theft Auto, yeah, stealing cars, and, and, and then yeah, and then check this out. Uh, I, I had a failure fractions. to appear in court. The fractions, that's yeah. right. Uh, Dana, I had a failure to appear in court in November of 2011 uh, on a Sunday. They served a warrant. I was eating cereal, watching the Patriots game, and I they took me in my sweats and whatever sandals I had to go see a judge on Monday morning. And I was in the holding cell with all these dudes. Some, some guy was like double murder. And, but I was like, cool. Like, hey, what's up? Like, let, we'll just talk shop, whatever. It's a different world, man. It is. And um, I, I, I got all that stuff taken care of. And I believe my a DUI stays on your record in California for 10 years. So as of 2019, uh, it officially got uh, removed. Expunged. Now, for expungement, though, like full expungement is almost, it's it's a possibility, but when they fingerprint you, it'll still pop up. Um, but lesson learned, I always tell people like, hey, man, if you ever want to drive that shit face, don't do it. Get an Uber. I mean, some, some people, yeah, back then, I mean, oh. it was 2009. Oh, um, I was working at J.P. Morgan Chase. <laughs> Oh, I didn't lose my job. I got lucky. But the judge, the judge is like, hey, man, this is your first offense. And I'm going to make sure you don't do this again. Right. Not, not to say that, OK, you know, uh, I haven't done it uh, like recently, but not like that. 
Not like that. Yeah, what? not like that. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> oh my god. Hey, no, uh, no, no, no. I'm saying like I, I was actually um like that, that, that I wasn't too far from from home. Um, but now now what I do, I, I take Ubers, right? But like if it's just like if I gotta move my car and I had like you know five, six beers, whatever at home, um, I gotta move my car here up and down, then I'll do that. But even that's risky, of course. Yeah, now they're I'm watching. Not, I'm now not going to do that. No, you're not going to know. No, you know, Ed, I knew someone that at a, a, a sobriety checkpoint, they blew a three. Whoa, I know, but whatever gets you out Whoa, of the ticket, right? Three? Oh my gosh, <laughs> <laughs> this guy over here, this guy. <laughs> Right, so do, give, me, give me your opinion on on this this thought provoking question. <laughs> um, with the idea of how much how much an adult can shape the way a child is later yes. by actions they do to them, I am more scared by what's in the control of humans than I am outside of what's control of humans. Really? Hum yeah, humans make the worst shit. Okay, we do the we do good stuff, right? I'm not going to be totally down on, it, but. <laughs> human we were talking about this before the show humans made in america where you can sell a product that has cheese in the name that doesn't have fucking cheese in it <laughs> you, you understand how scared you should be that that's okay that you can be lied to by people with money anytime they want to lie to you and there's no law against it just to get you to buy it that scares me way more than death I want real cheese. Wow. I was just going to say, I want real you cheese. Want, you want 100% oh, real cheese. You're like, my burger at Burger King is not beef. <laughs> Bullshit. They can say that something is cheese. You you look at the back, there's no fucking cheese in this. Yeah, but you bought it, right? <laughs> it sucks to be you. There's no law against <laughs> a lying to you with the name of a product. And that shows you like the American capital system. There's nothing against someone outsmarting you for their money. They can't be big enough, punch you, and take it. But they no, can yeah, just they're... outsmart yeah. you and take your shit, and too bad you're not as smart as me. Well, that's the same. Want... That's the same as uh, some of the fried chicken sandwich stuff. They they don't have to say it's fried anymore. Yeah, there's why? A, there's what's, a whole what's, new terminology. I never understood that. Yeah, yeah. There's a super oil bathed. There's a super size me too. You can watch it free on YouTube. Uh, yeah, they have a whole uh, section. He's like, so how do I get the uh, free range exactly for my chicken so I can use it as a selling point for my chicken sandwiches? The guy's like, oh, that's easy, man. You just got to get a little gate, you know, just a little gate. And they can just kind of walk outside, walk back in. <laughs> and he's like, oh, that's wow. free range. He's like, yeah, yeah, that's free range, baby. <laughs> that's kind of no. like how Americans are free range workers. <laughs> yes. You're and, a free you know, range worker. You can live anywhere you want. Hell, you can even pay for it. Better show up to work tomorrow. Oh yeah, and then, you know they would have them. Uh, we are going to get our bacon and eggs from you somehow. They they would have them. You know he asked, so can I put fake grill marks on the chicken sandwich, even though it's fried? And the guy's like, yeah, you just have to call it something else. You can't call it a. You don't want to call wow. it a fried chicken sandwich or a grilled chicken sandwich. Oh yeah, that sounds delicious, man. It, it's Fuck. it's hilarious. If you get a chance to watch it, uh, definitely check it out because it talks a lot about what we're talking about. How you know you know uh, Dan was saying that it's, they say cheese, but it's not real cheese. So yeah, the, right. yeah, the Super Size Me Two is about him showing you something very similar. I'm gonna show you. I'm gonna make you think it's a healthy chicken sandwich, but it's a fried chicken sandwich. Yeah, 
Whoa. Right? Oh, no yeah. Like, okay. like, I'm, I'm a firm believer you should be able to sue any product that doesn't work the way it fucking worked during the demonstration on TV. <laughs> you should you be can. able to sue you them can. and say, fuck you and take all their money because they lied to you. It should, it, it's ridiculous that it is oh it is legal to lie to people to get their money like that shouldn't be I, the dog fucking agrees do you hear him I'm so passionate about your statement what a bad yes I keep taking them away and he keeps finding more <laughs> it's just interesting i mean i'm i'm not a religious guy but the one thing i took from the ten commandments that i live by is thou shalt not lie don't fucking lie to people like is it really that hard is it really that hard on a resume not to tell someone you could do something you fucking can't so you don't go and ruin five other people's life because you showed up to the job and you can't fucking do your job and you ruin their time they have to make up for you don't lie god damn it Anyway, who, who is it, Dan? Who is it? Who is it? Who did this? Who hurt you? Who hurt no, you? it's just that sometimes <laughs> it's something that bothered me. I grew up in a household where we were super honest. It to, maybe to a ridiculous degree to other people. I don't know. And then I go out in the adult world and I'm like, everybody's there's not everybody, but there's so many people just lying to get one over on the other person. I'm like, why is this the way you want it to be? Really? We don't even need this. With the technology we have, you don't need to lie to anybody anymore. You don't need to compete at that level anymore. Why are you still doing it? Honey, I'm stuck in Chrome Magnum brain. Nyeh, nyeh, nyeh. Honey, is this it's, pie it's any not good? lying anymore. No, mom, it's, it's uh it's it's stretching the truth. That's yeah, stretching that's the what truth. You know now. what happens when I stretch my truth in public? People get me arrested. <laughs> my lord. Bullshit. <laughs> All right, because I call it the truth because I believe in it. Stephen, you're you're gonna go next because I'm gonna go next. Dan's just on a tangent about McDonald's. (laughs) Yeah, I want cheese. I want cheese in there, and it's gonna be real. I don't want this fake Matrix cheese. (laughs) (laughs) And Wit said, "Who hurt you?" Do you think it's scarier to think about how much of your life is formed by things that are out of your control or how much of your life is formed? I would say within, within, within my control. own control, man, within my own control, because, really? you know, oh, yeah, man, you can prevent a lot of stupid shit from happening if you just have common sense. Not saying it's very common, uh, you know, doesn't exist. <laughs> <laughs> there's, there's even a, I forget the rapper, but he has a, a, a line that kind of can be applied. Maybe not, but he's like, if you don't make dollars, you don't make sense, right? But yeah, I'm just right. I'm just using that in the <laughs> reference to the common sense. Common sense isn't very common, so um, I think like even having a kid with all the unknowns, you know, when my wife had to go back to work and I had to raise my daughter, man, oh, that was terrifying <laughs> because I had to take care of my yeah. daughter and then my disabled brother. Right. And my disabled brother, he loved to shave and leave razors on the edge of the counter. And oh, so, wow. oh, yeah, when my daughter learned to walk and he wouldn't even close his bathroom door. Right. Oh, yeah. Uh, the, the scissors, too, man. <laughs> yeah. Whoa. Oh, yeah. The scissors, man. Oh, yeah. This is why my wife and him didn't get along because he'd do crazy fucking shit, you know, like uh, naked yoga with a stranger on the computer in the middle of the night. Oh, <laughs> yeah. no. The people can't sleep next door. What's going on? And I open yeah. the door. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Crazy fucking shit, bro. 
you know, Fish so Sundays. <laughs> yeah, so you know, raising raising a child and then trying to raise another person who mentally is a child. Um, yeah, it, that shit, dude. I definitely say uh, within stuff, you know, the stuff that you're gonna have to that you can think. Well, at least some of it you think you can control. Um, <laughs> you know, um, it's it's just crazy, man. I think I think yeah, you know, because it's kind of like one of those things. Like if you're at the park, right, and you got a yeah. phone call, and your daughter is playing on the swing, and you're like. Honey, I'm gonna take this phone call. Well, I hope the phone call uh, is you staring at your child while there's like strangers walking around the fucking park, right? And you don't turn right. around for ten seconds because guess what? Your kid's gonna be gone. Yeah, kid's gonna be gone. And that shit happens every day. It right? does. And that it can does. be preventable. Don't pick up your fucking phone. There you go. Problem yeah. solved. <laughs> you know. Oh, hold on to your kid while you're answering that fucking phone call. Well, that's also why we had a leash and we got a lot of shit from family and friends and strangers. Well, why do yeah. you have your kid on a leash? It's like, do you have a hyper kid? If you don't have a hyper kid that's fucking nuts, I don't know what to tell you. <laughs> because yeah. until then, you're not you're not going to agree with what we're doing. But yeah. then again, we had, we, we had a comment here about the questions. Well, it depends on where you're coming from. For example, if your life is shit, probably scarier knowing your personal decisions cause that but better to know so you can make better decisions right now here's the thing here's here's the the you, funny you should bring that up because i'll use myself as an example um i grew up in an uber domestic violence home and you know that was a bad card i was dealt with now was my life shit because of that probably yeah but he brings up a good point. I made personal decisions to kind of like thwart change that, that for around. Your kids. Yeah, to change it yeah, for your kids. But at the same yeah. time, like, okay, that, that was to get away from the home situation and then come home and I'm just like, fuck, I got to deal with this. And this is, it wasn't good. Yeah. So that caused me to be an uber latchkey kid hmm. and uh, un totally unsupervised and you know, it sucked, but in the end, it's like, okay, so then I started making bad decisions. Like I said, hanging out with the gangbangers. I started uh, already spray painting on walls. Uh, I was already, you know, you know, smoking weed out of a, a, a Coca-Cola can. You used to poke it. <laughs> you know, I used to do all that stuff. So, but and, you know, that that's that's kind of that's kind of what I made out of the the cards I was dealt. Yeah. And but I'll tell you this: the the decision I made. Uh, that just pretty much kind of saved me from from all that shit was I decided to join sports. And um, it wasn't because I was good at them. You know, I got good at them just with practice, but there was two things that saved me. It was video games and sports. That was the two things that saved me. And of course, watching, you know, movies like over and over. Um, but like, like that goes to this question like there's shit that was completely out of my control that my mom was doing at home with um yeah. you know with with her boyfriend oh yeah and then i, I had to go that. through it with her I, I i as a child you don't understand like okay well this is some kind of sick uh sadistic love that's going on in your household and i i try to get away as much as possible but you know sometimes you get caught in the crossfire and you're just like whoa uh and then living in south central for a minute too uh, right off of Central and Vernon, um, that that for me was, I mean, most people are like, oh, that's horrible. I'm like, no, like that was a perfect avenue for me to go, oh, I could, I could go this way, I could go this way, I could meet this person, this and this person. But at the same time, I'm just like, 
easily, I'm like, okay, I could choose that route. And that's not necessarily the best route ever. And yeah. um, what, what kind of changed my perspective in, in, that, in that scenario was when the 1992 riots hit, uh, the Rodney King riots. And uh, that's how I saw people of not, not all, all shapes, all sizes, all colors, just the ugliest shit I've ever seen, man. That was fucked up. And I, I'm not, not a cop in sight because uh, was it Bill, uh, wasn't it? Uh, Daryl Gates said, no, don't go down there. Uh, I saw gangbangers with AK-47s telling the fire department, let that motherfucker burn. Did you see the like Nick's, that. Nick's comment down below? Ed? What do you say? Edgar became <laughs> the wizard from the Fred Savage movie. And you know what? <laughs> so, I wanted to be that guy. It's it's interesting you bring this up and 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 what Whit brought up before the the depends on where you're coming from. And for example, your life is shit, probably scary knowing it's your personal decisions. I don't think he's saying this, but I I have heard people talk about hey, if your life's crap, it's probably something you did. And then I always think of Elizabeth Fritzel, held Who's captive Elizabeth by Fritzel? her dad for 24 years against her will. Ooh. Her life oh, was for 24 years. Was that her choice? No. No. And it's and it's so like sometimes I I do hear the oversimplification that if something in your life is crap, maybe it's something you did. Well, <laughs> then I think about Elizabeth Fritzel, and I know that it's all more complicated than that. It's way more complicated. All, life is way more complicated than a black and white. Like it's all your choices that determine where you're going to be. There's also yeah. things outside your control and it sucks. And if there wasn't stuff for that, we wouldn't need social reform, which we continue to do over and over again, every generation. Um, I don't always think when people say it's your decisions that caused it, that it's as much as an oversimplification of what they're saying, as much as it could possibly be us, that we're understanding it in a very simple way. Um, all the decisions and choices that we make typically come from not only a, a conscious place, but a subconscious place. And so much of what drives our habits, where we go, what we do, how we think, and I'm not necessarily speaking uh, uh, for or against Elizabeth Fritzl, I'm just saying to his comment, and in general, how we see it. It's that, you know, so much of what gets dropped into us from the time that we exit our mother's womb, enter the planet, and until we leave, there's information we get before we can speak. There are things that we hear and that we know in places that we don't even know that we know. And then there's all the yeah. stuff that bubbles up. And, and according to, you know, science, there's at, at the age of seven is when we have kind of a conscious mind to say, I know right from wrong. I, you know, that, that number, that age of seven is kind of a scientific number, assuming all things equal. Clearly, people mm. who raise their parents, their children a certain way, have children who can manage better or worse before the age of seven and maybe some not till after. I think it's to realize that when you ask the question of do we think it's scarier to think about how much of our life is formed out of things that are out of our control versus what's formed by the things that are in our control. I think personally, this is just me. I think they're just kind of equal. However one feels either it's all scary or none of it's scary. And that's, that's just me right. because what it's taken time. This isn't where I am today is not where I always was. There was plenty of time I spent feeling like the world was doing something to me and, Da, 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 da. I just lost a friend to COVID. I had I had three people in my life dealing with the COVID pneumonia strain. I have a 69-year-old aunt 
who had, who they probably, she probably was dealing longer than they realized it went into a hospital and is now in a rehab center. I have another girlfriend who was sick at home healed. I have another friend who was somewhere, I would say health picture wise, right in between those two. And he's in the ground, like he's dead. Mm -hmm. So I feel as though like, and is, so is there something that Gregory did or didn't do that was different from what my aunt Marion did that was different or better or same than what my friend Tian did? Who knows? I think at the core of it all is the work to constantly examine how we think and see the world, what we what we actually deem as scary and, and what those mm -hmm. thoughts then draw into our experience um, and, and at the levels of, of depth as to where it is scary. So again, how I see this is, I didn't always think this way. So I don't think any either is any scarier necessarily than the other because I, at this point in my life, don't necessarily look at things as out of my control or necessarily in my control. All I mm. all I have control of is you know how I think, how I feel, how I speak about something, how I uh, I act and react to things, and because all of it is just mm. all of it is just happening, and I, it's it's hard you know it's I'm not saying that I don't place a, a value base on it, but whatever value base it has, it, when I even when I call it control, those are things that I've decided because what's mm. out of control to me may be different. So for me, I don't think that either is scarier or not scarier than the other. Do things terrify me? Yes, because I'm in a house in a human body for which I've gone through things. And there are things in my subconscious that, yeah, I'm still at 53. I'm still scared of the dark. Shit. I don't know what to say. I do not right now in my apartment. I When I go to bed at night, I do not turn off every light. I don't, you know, if that wow. may change. One day that may change, you know, however many days are left. So for me, I think it's it's to look at it um, in the way that, you know, I, for me, I'll just say for me is to just look at it like, you know, how do I see this thing? What do I think about this thing? Whatever it is, whether we're talking about COVID from the streets, whether we're talking about, you know, Iraq, Iran, you know, history, whatever it is. Um, and so I just it's I think it's. Fear, uh, who was it? Truman, whomever in history that said there's nothing to fear but fear itself. It was that Truman. Tigers. Yeah. Tigers. Yeah, yeah. exactly. Tigers that are hungry. <laughs> okay, wait, wait, wait. I, I, I don't use that. No. Was it Truman, you guys? Was it Truman? I'm trying to want to get a read on. I believe Truman it was or Churchill. Truman, yeah. One of those. Winston, Winston Churchill or, or Harry Truman. Yeah. Yeah, it was Truman. one of the two. So, anyway, it, it fear itself to me is the motherfucker. Like fear, yeah. being scared is is the problem, and and I think of all the things that any of us and and Stefan, you're Buddhist, um, you know, and I'm not 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 necessarily here to have you know the religious conversation or the spiritual conversation or the denominational conversation is obviously another day, but <laughs> I think we our best bet is to equip ourselves with the tools to scrub out fear the same way we scrub out uh, uh, you know bacteria from our mouth the same way that I scrub mm. my underarm <laughs> is to, to scrub my mind because so much of what any of us have that makes us afraid or scared or place value basis on anything we all got it so honest we all got third yeah. place oh we, we should have got second we all you know what i'm saying like we've all yeah. but and so that stuff comes in so for me that, that's that's the only answer i have that it's it is at this point in my life hard for me to look at to assign the value base of out of control or in control as much as how do I think about this? How do I feel about this? 
what am mm. I saying about this? How do I act about this? And then how do I react to this mm. thing? And and mm. very it's interesting. Franklin mm. D. Roosevelt. Ah, Franklin D. Roosevelt. Yeah, there you go. Thank you. In yeah. 1933, inaugural address. Yeah, we he had to fear. Back. He had to fear ramps without someone to help him, though. Oh, what? Uh, <laughs> oh. I would fear that if I was in his state. I would fear the shit out of that. Too early. Too early. I would bro. be too afraid. Early. I would be afraid out of my mind for unexpected roller coasters. <laughs> too, too early, Dan. Too early. Stacy, what about you? So, do you think it's scarier to think about how much of your life is formed by the things that are out of your control? Or how much of your life is formed by the things that are within your control? Which one's scarier? Uh, <laughs> She's like, God damn it. That's why I got the question. It's deep. It's deep. I know, you know why? It's, the only reason it's difficult for me to answer is I highly agree with what... Um, oh my God, I'm like spacing out because I don't like... There are certain things that kind of bug me and it has a lot to do with my own pro like personal trauma. Um, so it, 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 just like you, Ed, I, I had a really uh, hostile, traumatic childhood, um, yeah. unstable parents, um, which is why I agree so much with Dana because if I, if I consider or if I realize that the fear is there because of things that are out of my control, then I'm not going to mm -hmm. want to leave my apartment actively. I, I, I don't like, yes, absolutely. I completely fear things that are completely out of my control because I could be doing everything right and something can still obviously go wrong. Uh, totally. Case in point. Getting hit by a car. I, I used a, a crosswalk. I was waiting for the light to turn. The light turned. I still got hit. Um, right. There are other circumstances that also have made me realize that, unfortunately, you can make, at the end of the day, there are decisions that we make, and they are decisions that could be all in in no harm intended decisions that in mm -hmm. any way are morally are you know correct but unfortunately there are things that occur that we are not planned with let's say let's say i didn't i'm so happy this did not happen uh you didn't hit a parked car you hit somebody that person could have literally just been walking down the street to the convenience store on the yes. sidewalk and you, you know, you strike them. Yeah. We're, we're going to take, say that person was doing everything right. And because of circumstance, they were impacted by a decision that they had no control of. Right. Um, Absolutely. And being your friend, I would try to convince you that he was the next Hitler and you weren't. Because <laughs> I want you to feel okay. Oh, but you can fight that. Your life. Yeah. <laughs> um, or, you know, you could. Um, Let's say you take your kids to school, you know, your, your kids go to school on the dot. They're great kids. They're, they have the greatest of grades. They love you so much. It's absolute unconditional love. They're the best well-maintained kids. They behave, which we know is likely not true, but anyway, <laughs> uh, not true, but still whatever. They're the, the, they're the sparkle in your eye and 
somebody comes down and shoots the entire school or yeah. your classroom and yeah. your kids are gone. And yep. well, thanks you, you for making nothing. me remember that thought. So I, I'm <laughs> just saying that's it can now happen. I like COVID more. They're home. That's why oh, I, <laughs> <laughs> it, it's, it's real though. I mean, that's 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 raw and it's it's a good uh it's a good reminder. <laughs> like, hey man. Yeah. Which is why I don't like all. to think about these things because it's scary that there are so many things that could go wrong that are completely out of our control we, yeah. that we can be doing right. It's just it's Murphy's I law. Don't, That's which, what they call it. Yeah, which is in reference why I agree so much with Dana that I don't like putting so much attention to it because mm. it impacts my way of living. If I realize how scary it is, then I'm not going to go. I'm not going to not going to live. Yeah, I'm not I'm going to I'm going to be so scared. I'm going to be like, "Why am I going outside? Something could hit me again." Why am I going outside? I could be driving down the freeway and, you know, an accident happens. Like, uh oh, what, what, oh what is that? What is that? Courage is being scared to death, but saddling up anyway. Up anyway. Yeah. And who said that, Dan? John Wayne. I know he's controversial, but that's what I'm <laughs> John Not Wayne. the best of people, but a Not very good quote. People, but it's, it is the truth. It's a good and, quote. Hey, look, you know, Hitler said Volkswagens are going to be great, and he was right about that. Sometimes a broken clock is right. <laughs> so, don't you? It's hard. It's hard, though, because I try to kill them all. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, I mean, at least I, it, we're all responsible for the decisions that we make. We always know that it's risk based, okay? Um, you can go to Starbucks and say, Hey, I, you know, I normally get a regular black iced coffee, but today I feel like I want a triple shot Americano. I am making the decision to over caffeinate wow. myself today and probably get the shits later. Like that's the risk I'm willing to take. Okay. Um, or rapid metabolism. You know, <laughs> <laughs> or, um, you know, I am, actively going to not pay my phone bill by five days worst thing that can happen is they're gonna shut off my service or that i'm just gonna get non-stop texts like hurry the fuck up and pay your bill you know um, <laughs> like i i am responsible for the actions i take whether it's actively deciding to drunk text an ex because i decided to drink more just to you know process the rest of the week or pandemic, whatever it was, you know, these are decisions that we formally take. And the only reason they would be scary would be actually, I don't find them scary because I'm actively ma yeah. taking the risk of doing so. It's like me investing into the stock market. There's a big potential that I could lose all my money, but that's a risk that I'm willing to take. And it's yeah, a little concerning, but I'm, I'm choosing to take that risk. I am making an active decision to take that risk, just like right. I'm taking an active decision not to worry about, you know, how scary things are out of my control. So I, yes, I agree. Scary out of control is like frightening. It scares the crap out of me, gives me anxiety just thinking about it, just like, ah. But, <laughs> um, yeah. But I am actively deciding not to think about that because that's really deep. 
Yeah, and, and the reason for these uh, thought-provoking questions, and, and not, nothing to to trigger in your mind, but uh, I was an avid uh, Tony Robbins fan for like a long time, and it, it took me to actually see him in person to Ooh. really like, oh, uh, you know, I thought this guy was was like a used car salesman oh, for a long time. He's got some time. energy, brother. He's got some. No, energy, man, bro. Th- this this guy was a <laughs> real fucking deal, and I was like, whoa, like he cusses, he has all this this wicked energy, and I'm just like, whoa, what the hell? And they had sent us uh, in 2000 and early 2006 um, to, I believe it was the Long Beach Convention Center for one of his uh, Unleash the Power Within, uh, whatever. Mm -hmm. And he had basically reiterated a speech that he gave at a TED Talk that's probably one of the most watched TED Talks in uh, TED Talk history, I guess. But he, he... you know, he mentioned Maslow's hierarchy of needs and his interpretation of it, but he 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 said something that resonated for the rest of my life to, to present day is that whatever you focus on, you give it a meaning. Yeah. And I never even like thought of that. Anything you immediately immediately define anything you do. Like, for example, the the my my biggest pet peeve. And I got to catch myself doing it is when I do something clumsy, immediately I give it a, a negative and a horrible meaning. And I did not even knew I was doing that. I didn't, I didn't even know. Sorry. I didn't even know I was doing that for the longest time. And then finally I caught myself doing it. I'm like, fuck, I beat myself up over this shit. And I'm like, this is not good. So uh, then the question came up where like there's are you terrified of things that are in your, that shape your life that are in your, in, in your total control or out of your control? Um, and all these thoughts, all these thoughts are flooding, but then hearing Dana and Stacy like say like, Hey, if you live in that type of uh, mental, like clamp, then you're not going to live. And I think that's exactly what's happening right now with the pandemic, unfortunately. And there's 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 a there's a yin and a yang to this whole thing, and that's why people were moving out of California and going to Texas. That's where people were trying to flee to Florida. They were trying to flee to whoever was open because there was that ultimate uncertainty that they're like, we're not going to survive here, and we're as good as dead. We might as well catch COVID and die. But so, isn't that um, the problem? And it, but a real that problem guy, like like that guy that that he invested all his money and then thought he should kill himself because he lost money. Mm. Isn't the problem that losing that much money is so devastating that you would kill yourself? Isn't the real problem that you're that dependent on money that you're going to move out of state you love because of money? I don't think that's it. Really, so the I problem. Just, I, well, as... what, what, I, well, hold on, but now, Ed, what we talking when you said people left? Were they leaving because of money or because of fear of COVID? Like, I, I... no, they were leaving because of money. They were leaving because no, nothing was opening in California. For I'll give you an example of what industry: uh, comedians, uh, stand-up oh, comics. Yeah, yeah, that was a big component of not just LA but all of Tinseltown in general. Nobody mm-hmm. was filming shit. They weren't right. even allowing like rooftop, uh, like sets. Open they were comedy. Um, yeah. yeah. I mean, the comedy store was doing everything remote and they had a plexiglass in front of, uh, you know, you, the, the stand up comedian, and then your audience, which is like maybe like a group of like seven or eight peers, whatever. 
it was it was it was stiff and yeah. what what's going what's going on in austin texas for example is dave Chappelle and joel rogan are touring and all you have to do is wear your mask space out boom you got at least didn't what? dave get covid yeah yeah okay so there you go like that's the thing is the reality is it's here like, I, like yeah. I'm sorry that the economy is we we've become so dependent on the economy that you're willing to risk getting a virus that could kill you to keep the economy going. That's really the problem. Yeah. We're so dependent on that money instead of we we just haven't developed a system that actually really cares about the value of just people being alive. Yeah, they don't value like human life. That's the problem, though. We're so dependent on fear that it causes us to make such rash decisions. Like, I, I'm going to bring up what you mentioned, Dan, in reference to the person over the suicide over Robin Hood. Being, and I'm going to speak for myself, I'm not going to speak for anybody else, but I, I am a suicide survivor. I lost someone really close to me to suicide. I, he was on the phone and I couldn't, everything I said to him, I couldn't stop him anyway. The, the thing happens is we let our fears control our thinking and yes we're placed in situations where we feel the world is falling apart but situations are temporary and if we let that fear control us if and we don't adapt to the current environment or situation that's where we make those rash decisions um People are meant to adapt in order to survive. We've done this for so, so, so long. Mm -hmm. If people feel that leaving the state of California is their only way of adapting, then that's a decision that they are making. Is right. it rash? Yes. Uh, but they're willing to embrace any consequences of doing so. But right. either they're going to benefit or they're going to have consequences to it, whether it's getting COVID because right. they wanted to continue living their lives the way that it was regarding in, in, in during the middle of a pandemic, or yeah. they're going to financially be in a better situation. We right. adapt. That is our, that is how we do now in reference to the person that unfortunately lost their lives. They felt that, they needed to no longer be in this world because they couldn't continue on financially. And it's a, right. unfortunately it's a situation where mm -hmm. I think, I think I, I am not sure if I read that correctly. There was fear that he was going to have to have his parents, he was going to need his parents money or he didn't want to burden his parents over that right. money. Um, which honestly, I can put myself in his shoes. That that's that's a really awful burden to have, you know. You're like, oh yeah. my god, I just screwed my life up and all my parents' life, my family's life because of this one decision that I made, or this decision that I didn't even know how it happened. I I honestly do. Yeah. And there's very there's not so much information as to what really really happened there yet. I'm sure as you know this progresses, there's going to be more information out there, but. His decision was based off fear, okay? It was him saying, oh, my God, I don't know how I'm going to adapt. Oh, my God, this isn't temporary. I'm screwed. Everything's screwed. And he made that decision based off fear. 
if we let that impact us, then those rash decisions are going to occur. Um, but yeah, no, no, no. I feel like what's stuff out of control because he was a victim of an out of control circumstance. It turned out that it wasn't really what happened. Yeah. But he went into freak out mode and he worried about the worst case scenario. He didn't sleep on it or, or he didn't give it a few days for it to see if there was a possible temporary remedy to it. Had that been the situation for turn, but it turned out it wasn't the situation, you know? Yeah. It, it, it's exactly that. what happened in the stock market crash before the Great Depression. That's the jumping yep. out of windows thing. People were people were jumping exactly. out of windows. That that's that's crazy shit, but no, nonetheless, Stacey, man, a great perspective. I mean, I all of you actually um that 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 would be a good topic to cover next time um because that's it goes it kind of gets swept under the rug a lot i know that and especially with with people that i know uh that have also dealt with this type of um i guess you could call it a demon um and made it out alive and had a new life um and you know i'm i I wasn't too far behind that but uh, you know my my traumas are a little bit different um, but at the same time, I'm just like, holy shit, like, you know, th- those are people that I kind of gravitate towards. And I'm like, okay, you need to surround yourself with as much love as possible and just don't disconnect as much as, as, as you want to, because pe- surrounding yourself with people, um, especially people you lo- you like, you don't have to love them, but you like them, um, <laughs> at, least, at least mitigates, uh, those, those feelings because, that's why I know a lot of stand-up comedians. They they have a lot of you know a lot, a lot of stuff going on in their head, and I that that's probably why I gravitate towards a lot of them. You know, hence you know the let me just put it up here. Therapy oh. of the absurd. Um, but nonetheless, thank you all for for joining. Um, I've been wanting to get all four of you on, including uh, I forget your dog's name, Stacy. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, no, he's he's number five. He's, he's not one. Yeah, of I'm like that's the real star of the show. Um, oh, I do want to say one thing, Ed. Um, um, I was yeah. gonna reply to Wit, but instead I'm just yeah. yeah let's let's bring that real quick. And then, no, 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 uh, no, 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 no. I'm not gonna reply to him. Oh. Instead, I'm gonna say the other thing I was gonna say that's more important. Wit's one of the best bass players that's ever existed on this planet. Love you, Wit. Oh, okay. But yeah, it brings up a really good question here. A really good, really good comment. And I'm going to bookmark this because I want to actually talk about this next time. Uh, Cause him and I have always discussed about different options uh, outside of California, even before the pandemic hit. Um, that's something I really kind of want to dive into uh, pre and post pandemic um, that way. Cause I know a ton of people that, that left and the ton, ton of people they stayed and they all have valid reasons for for doing so. So, um, I, I just jump in before we completely go. One, I want to yeah. thank you. I think it's a great question. Um, and I think this is so much of it. You know, we hear these words, but I honestly believe them. It's just so much about mindset. You know, like yeah. and and that ultimately, you know, I know that I'm sure that that's what Stacy and I are, are really referring to. That there's a mindset. Um, you know, whether. Again, you know, whether we want to talk about it in terms of religion or spirituality, or whatever, but every everything has the value that we place to your Tony Robbins comment. Like it's whatever attention yeah. that you pay to something, that is what grows. It doesn't mean that the other stuff that you're experiencing is not happening, but where are you right. placing your attention? Um, you know, I, I talk about people knowing my stand-up, I talk often about DJ D Nice, but this is someone who was in tears 
the first week yeah. of the pandemic because the pandemic because he had to like you know return deposits on DJ gigs. Didn't his daughters in law his oldest daughters in law school? He's paying you know. But at the end of the year, he's in a new house. Another uh, African American yeah. influencer by the name of Tabitha Brown. You know, she's had a, a year in COVID. She just got a house. I'm not you know I, I don't know what neighborhoods, but clearly. We know that there are gates involved. We know that there are, you know, there's privacy and seclusion. So we know that they're not living around the corner from me in mid city, you know, and I, yeah. you know, I had an absolute love because I take a house in mid city. I take a house around the corner from myself right now. Cause I live. But every day, the other thing that I also deal with is that yeah. it is a mindset that has me where I am. And it is a different yeah. mindset that is upon me to get me where it is. I say, I want to go. So that, you know, so again, I don't think, I don't think anything, I don't, I can't, I, I no longer value it as in my control or out of my control. I can yeah. only do what Tony Robbins said. I can only begin to get serious about placing my attention on that, that yeah. I would like to have in my life, whether it is touchable at this point, tangible or not. And then then these so-called or, you know, these perceived, not so-called, these perceived out of control circumstances, it's amazing how things will line up depending on where you place your attention. And Absolutely. that we thought was out of control all of a sudden isn't anymore. Everything is right exactly. down. You know, so that's yeah. So I, I look forward to uh, any, you know the next powerful conversation. Andy. Yeah, absolutely. And I'll, I'll leave everyone with this is um, the, the best example I can give you is the best worst example. Look at a crackhead. <laughs> Nothing stops them from getting their fix. Nothing stops them from panhandling, robbing somebody. None of that. Mm -hmm. What is your excuse your determination. Do, yeah, do crackhead or hedge fund investor. <laughs> Which oh, they're one? They're the same. They're the same. I was same. Say, it's an addiction. Yeah. Yeah. Addiction. Addiction. Can I, can I plug something yeah. real quick, good? Very powerful. Of course, man. Of course. Okay. Uh, I just want to say that I have a show tomorrow at Flappers. Oh uh, shit! Yes. Hold on. Hold on. Uh, online at seven thirty. Uh, and I have my discount code on my flyer. Uncle Was it virtually uh, the discount code tomorrow. The discount code. I'll give it to you right now. Right now, real quick. Uh, right. <laughs> yes, I'm on the uh, virtual YooHoo room. Virtual. Gosling is on Uncle Clyde's tomorrow. Yeah. Oh I'm no, not. I'm not on Uncle Clyde's. I don't oh, know. Oh, okay, I already bought a ticket. My apologies. What time? What time, Steph? Uh, you know starts JK at seven thirty. It starts at 7.30, and then my uh, discount code is uh, HTTP, the two dots, backslash, backslash, what is it, FLC.CC, backslash, 3RIMRUL. You realize you just did that the same way Biden shared a link in the beginning of his... <laughs> <laughs> Text blah 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 to thirty one thirty one blah 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 thirty one thirty one. All right, there's a link obviously to it. Um, I'll put I'll paste it in the comments. Um, that way everyone knows about it. But let me make make shameless promotion again. Let me put it up on the screen. <laughs> Stephen Bowman flappers. Yeah, you go watch him. You is that how you spell you? You go watch mm -hmm, him, yeah. and then you watch okay. all of us on Thursdays. Right. Ed will probably be there too. He he tends to comment. Yes. yes, absolutely. I'm a big fan, and I, I turn on notifications. That's all well, we got to get like. you. We got to get you back on there too. Oh, absolutely. Get get me on there, and you know, <laughs> we'll 
<laughs> I didn't look forward to that one because your your guys' podcast is just monstrous. I like it. We, we, we're trying. We're trying. We're trying. Yeah. It's, it's like, uh, it's getting the attention of my house. I'm like, what are you listening to? I'm just like, just listen. Don't worry. <laughs> uh, thank you again, all of, all of you. Thank you again. I'm very thank grateful for you. And um, on that note, uh, check out Stefan Bowman tomorrow. Flapper, 730. Therapy of the Absurd, Thursdays, 8 p.m. Facebook, YouTube. Uh, got, uh, whatever, Pirate Scope, uh, Pirate, That's Pirate, so Pirate Twitch, what, all that, Twitch. all that, Twitch, Facebook, but, um, Periscope. yeah, just but, Google uh, thank it. You again, guys. A lot of shit, like, <laughs> and anywhere audio podcasts can be found, absolutely. All right, thank all of you, and uh, good night.